Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
man, just all of the wonderful podcasting sites that y'all get a chance to listen to the archive show. We really do appreciate you right here at Culture Freedom Radio Network. And uh, let me see here, what site y'all can link up with us and catch us at right there. Uh, basically, on the social media, you can primarily catch us on is uh, Twitter and follow us right there on Twitter. Well, formerly known as Twitter, I should say. Hell, I don't even remember the new name they got, but I just say Twitter. <laughs> yes, sir, indeed. Yes, sir, indeed. But yeah, man, tonight, brothers and sisters, we have a great topic of conversation for you tonight, uh, thought-provoking conversation tonight. And tonight's topic of conversation is, has the black church become a failure to the black community? Hmm. Let me say that one more time, y'all. Has the black church become or became, excuse me, a failure to the black community? Mm-mm. And let me lay down something right here, right fast. Let me lay down a disclaimer because, you know, case we have some Christian folks that's out there, brothers and sisters in our audience who listen to Cultural Freedom Radio, who may be um, in the religion called Christianity or follow religion called Christianity. What this is tonight, let me say this here. What this is tonight when we're presenting, um, this is not something that we're trying to, not tonight. <laughs> Catch what I'm saying, y'all. We're not trying to beat up on Christianity and really not so much into getting and telling the telling the brothers and sisters that Christianity, y'all shouldn't be in Christianity and you shouldn't be following uh, and waiting on Jesus. This is not know what I'm saying. This show is not for that tonight. That might be another night that we do that <laughs> because I had to say this, man, uh, because, you know, I know people might say because a lot of us brothers y'all know that. Uh, we are what y'all, y'all call Old Testament only, which y'all will call Old Testament. We actually call it Tanakh. And so y'all, some people might think that we are just coming in here and want to beat up on Christian. No, this is not what we're doing. So what we are presenting here tonight is, because we're always talking about how can we restore our communities, you know, as so-called black Americans would not. How can we restore our communities? And if we look at certain institutions that's in our community, the largest, I would say, uh, institutions that we have, or spiritual institutions, whatever it is, is in our communities is the so-called black church, right? Is the black church. And so what we're going to look at tonight by them being the so-called largest institutions in our communities and majority of our people who's in the spirituality or what some people may say religion, whatever choice of words you like to use, um, when we go back and we look in that history itself and how the church was in historical times, right, through our liberation struggle and our freedom fight and all of this stuff that we that we was going through, that the church was a very instrumental part of our struggle. But now it's seen, and they was a voice of everything that went on in our communities, right? So we're going to touch, that's what we want to point out tonight, because if we're talking about restoring our communities, we need to look at these institutions, basically, like I said, the, and the majority where our people reside. And, and one of the things I can say again, that's most, influ- I, I got I to gotta slow it down so I can get this word right, y'all. The most influ- 
damn, see, I, I, I should have said it at first. Now, see, I got to slow it down. The most influential, I think that's it, y'all. Help me out. Fill it in the blank. Influential. The most <laughs> organization with the most influence on so-called black community, on black people, so-called black people, is the church. It does. It has the most influence. And we're gonna come I'm gonna come with some stats and everything tonight. And somebody's talking about stats. We're gonna come with that tonight. So we this is why we're going and looking at this tonight. We're gonna to go back to ancient times, eighteen hundreds and all of this stuff. And we're gonna talk about this black church and has it. I mean, we gotta be honest. I've asked Christian pastors and my friends of mine that's pastors this question and they agreed and they said yes. They said yes. I need to get them on the show and so we can bring them on here to talk about it. But that's what we want to get into. I just had to lay down that tonight. Then we're going to go into and talk about this. So like I said, again, I'm not trying to go into talking about why you shouldn't be worshiping Jesus. You shouldn't be going in the damn New Testament, why you shouldn't be Christian. That's not it. Tonight, we're talking about this institution that has the most influence on black people and what we see in our communities, even though we say we have Israelites out there, but they're not the largest uh, organization and have the most influ- influence on our people. The Nation of Islam, they don't. Um, the more science, well, can I say the more science temple? Yeah. I mean, whatever institution you see, none has the greater influence and basically buildings that we see in our community like the black church. And we go in historical times that all had been the center uh, from the freedom fight, the all of this, hell, I'm going to say it, y'all. I'm, I'm going to put this on the line. I'm here to get these brothers in here. Hell, I don't even know if we would have had, we would have been emancipated, uh-oh, if it wasn't for so-called preachers and religious leaders. Hell, we know the civil rights movement because, hell, every goddamn, and excuse me, let me slow down, right? Every basically civil rights leader that you saw were what? Pastors. Can I get a man? Now, I'm telling y'all, look it up. Well, let me get these brothers in the house right here. Let's get it on tonight, y'all. Has the black church become, became a failure to the black community? We're going to lay it down, y'all, and then we're going to get these lines open. We want y'all to come in as well and comment, but let us lay down the foundation a little bit, and then we want y'all to come on in here and comment and uh, give us y'all thoughts and y'all feelings on this. And y'all can do so at uh, area code 319-527-6000. Six eight. One more time. This area code three one nine five two seven six zero six eight. And like Don Cornelia says, y'all, let's get it on. Yes, sir. Let me open these lines up for these brothers in the house. Uh, Shabbat shalom, uh, oh, Moray David, and shalom, shalom to my brother too, brother Alpha Male. Peace, y'all, brothers. Welcome in. One more time. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Shabbat yes, sir. Shalom. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Shabbat Peace, y'all. Forgive me. Hey, what's up? I got a little sign going up? on. Hey, 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 hey. I'm going to say Shabbat Shalom. Shema Yisrael. Adonai Laheinu Adonai Akkad. Baruch Atah Adonai Laheinu Malachi Ha'alom. Ha'motzi Lachamin Ha'aretz. I've liked so many of Liberation Tabernacle Yah. I'm a, this is Moray David Israel. Y'all call me the rabbi. <laughs> and I would like to give a shout out and thank you to my brother, Moray Ari Israel. Um, I'm, I'm going to just come in. 
I'm going to say uh, y'all about to get some reality check. Like Judge Hatchet said, you're about to get a reality check tonight. <laughs> you remember that that show, Judge Hatchet? Yes, they always tell them out of control teams, you won't get a reality check tonight. Well, I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all about to get a reality check. Anybody still in the Christian church? You still up in the uh, hell, the nation of Islam? You still in the mosque? You still up in these organizations like that? Man, y'all got to get out. Y'all got to get out. I ain't disrespecting y'all, but I'm just saying, it ain't, it's, it ain't like it used to be. That's something I want to, uh, that's something I want to, uh, 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 to put out there. You know, that's something I wanted to put out there for you. Now, when you getting into, especially the Christian church, right, there used to be a time, and I'm just putting it out there, because I come from the South. Moray, RBI Israel, he come from the South, too. There used to be a time, I don't know if y'all remember, maybe y'all did, maybe y'all did, where the church used to actually, when people would graduate, people would go on and do good things that life, they used to give them stuff. They would give them gifts. They would uh, help out the youth. You go off to college, they'll give you some money. You know, there used to be a time to where when you really needed your, when you was homeless, you uh, ain't had nowhere to go. The church would give you somewhere to go. I'm going to put something out there for y'all. I done been homeless before. <laughs> I'd have been down and out. When I needed some help, I went to Christian ministries. No help at all. No damn help at all. So I'm just putting that out there. The church ain't like it used to be. It ain't it ain't like it used to be. You know, these new Christian pastors, Creflo Dollar, you want a plane. T D Jakes want a plane. Jesse the planners on a plane. But what the hell are you giving to the congregation? <laughs> I'm going to put something out there for y'all. Joel Austin always talking about God is this and God is that. You know, the blessings and all that. Joel Austin, country ass. You know, always a wealth in this story and all that. But I'm going to tell you something. They had a flood. They had a big old hurricane in Texas. Joel Austin was the only church that would not let people in there to sleep during that hurricane. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Church ain't God and Jesus, you know, whoever y'all call on. I want to know what he would have done. Would he have helped out anybody? Would he have done what he did? Close the door. Because, like I said, man, it seems to me that 
The pastor, all he worried about now is how he doing. He don't care about what nobody else doing. So that's all I got to say. I'm going to let Brother Alpha Male come in here. And uh, like I said, Brother Alpha Male, you know, he know what I'm talking about. Maury R.E.I., you from the South, you know what I'm talking about. The pastor used to act weak, pretend to help, but they don't know more. I don't know what's gotten into them, but Reverend Gitmo ain't helping nobody out. <laughs> no. no, sir. Yeah. But I, I brother Alpha Mel, he'll be in momentarily. He'll be in here momentarily. So, yes, sir. So, he will be in the house. Um, yes, sir. Let me see here. We got so I got so many things I want to start with. First, and like I said, a reason that we this, this topic of conversation came out, we're bringing this out because, again, and um, as they would say, there has seemed to be a change, a shift and the activities of the church and, and dealing with the so-called black community. And, uh, and when we look at, like I said, with, with all the things that's going on today in our society with all the, the, the high rate of crime, the murdering and killing and hell, the uh, uh, single parent household and all of these type of things that's really happening. And like I said, again, and the reason we bring this out, cause now we could easily did one, uh, talking about the Hebrew Israelites, but she, but but honest, law. How many again? We're going right now. Hell, we we probably do a show on them. We're going to probably do a show on them later. Um, but right now we're talking about, like I said again, the largest influential in- institution that's in the black community, and that is the Christian Church. And going back because uh, how the Christian Church was very, very much uh, the, the fabric of the black community. And it spoke out on so many issues, dealt with so many issues that was plaguing anything that's in the community. Not even, not even, the, not just had to be a bad thing, but just every function in the community. So tonight, uh, I want to get in here. Let's go into some history right fast because we're going to talk about how it used to be. And then we're going to move forward to some things now. Now, uh, I have some couple of African-American history books here uh, before me. Um, I'm trying to see now which way I start. I, I got so much stuff. I, I'm trying to see which way to go. <laughs> um, let me see what I'm doing. Okay, here we go. I, here's one article I just want to deal with briefly. It's talk about, you know, going back to, no, nah, do I want to deal with that one? No, I'm going to hold up on that one. I got to hold up on that one. I'm sure. I got so much stuff here to go. Now, going back, I want to read something because we talk about the most, since I've said most largest influential. Now, here's a, uh, from uh, PewsResearch.org, and it's an article talking about uh, five facts, five facts about the religious lives of African Americans. And I'm going to drop down here because I want to get to the stats a little bit first. It says roughly in eight to 10 which is 79% of African-Americans self-identify as Christians, as do 7 in 10 whites and 70% of Latinos, according to the uh, Pew Research Center. Now, this thing was done uh, about 2014 when that uh, Litali, I guess, came about. Uh, It says the religious religious landscape study. It says most black Christians and about half of all African Americans, 50, 53% percent, 
are associated with historically black Protestant churches, according to the study. Smallest shares of African Americans identify as, an, as angelical Protestantism, 14%, Catholicism, 5%, mainstream Protestantism, 4%, then it's like 2% Islam. Um, but I want to drop back up to up here. It says religion, uh, primarily Christianity, has played an outsized role in African-American history. I agree. It says, while most, most Africans brought to the New World to be slaves were not Christians when they arrived, many of them and their descendants embraced Christianity, finding comfort in the biblical messages of spiritual equality and deliverance. In the post-Civil War America, a a black a let me say a vegan of black churches played a key role in strengthening African Americans' communities and providing key support in the civil rights movement. And that's truly indeed. Now I'm gonna jump off of that one. I want to go to this African American history book and here's something that I was talking about earlier. And this this book is talking about here. It says, uh, let me see. Da, 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 da. It says black black institutions that had appeared during the revolutionary era area became stronger, more numerous, and more variant. This is the result of growing black population. The effect of the African Americans elite, the persistence of racial um, exclusion and separation. Black institutions including schools, moral aid organizations, but uh, benevolent and fraternal societies, self-improvement and temperance association, literal groups, newspapers, journals, theaters. But aside from the family, the most important community institution remained the church. So the black church buildings were community centers. Now, here it is, y'all, and that it truly were. It was uh, the community centers. It says they house schools. Talk about the church. They house schools and were meeting places for a variety of organizations. Anti-slavery societies often met in churches, and the churches harbored fugitive slaves. They went hand in hand with the community leadership black ministers provided. They began schools and uh, various volunteer associations. They spoke against slavery, racial oppression, and what they considered weakness amongst African-Americans. So we see, man, that the, the church, again, as they were saying, they provided schools, and they then had even hid out, uh, as they said, harbored uh, fugitive slaves, as they say, runaway slaves. But like I said, the church, man, was very instrumental. Like I said, we, it would just peep out going back to the civil rights movement here in America. Um and how, again, like I was saying, all of these guys in, that you've seen uh, that was in that, uh, even Southern, what was it, Southern Christian Coalition? I mean, Southern Christian, ah, I think it's a coalition. What, what, I forget it, y'all, off top of what, what, what it was, uh, what, what Dr. King was a part of. But all of those guys was ministers. All of these people were ministers that was heading. And you even think about even uh, the revolution, our revolution, every brother, what they call them, y'all, the Reverend Nat Turner. Even with going with Nat Turner, but I'm gonna read something here. Let's talk about the um, African and Methodist Episcopalian Church, and I get dated. Kind of touch on Brother Richard Allen, if you don't mind. It says strong black institutions were critical to the development of free black communities, 
in the first half of the 19th century, such institutions provided the service and support necessary to to bind growing black populations together. They were uh, practically expressions of the desire of free blacks to improve themselves, to support the less fortunate members of their society, and to forge a community or communal identity. The African Methodist Episcopalian, that was AME Church, was one of such institutions, boasting congregations for more than 2,000 members in Philadelphia and New York. It said the AME Church was a powerful force in African-American lives. It supported black education, as Dave was talking about earlier. It offered aid to the poor and gave African-Americans a place to come together to talk about their collective challenges and to work toward a better future. Now, that was the church, the old church that we're talking about, going back uh, in the 1700s, 1800s, y'all. This is the African Methodist started. Um, who was it? Uh, Richard Allen and even Frederick Douglass back going in the 1800s. Um, even said Frederick Douglass was a minister who was actually what? Uh, very instrumental in the abolitionist movement. But I just touched on that part right there. But so, brothers, what I'm getting to again. So we have these churches, again, brothers, even coming with talking about emancipation, fighting for slavery, fighting for equal justice and rights and all of these type of things, the education. We had the church who were there pushing for these things. Now the church, where we see a basically silent on a lot of things that's going on. We see this, we see this, this, this great movement. I say this, this great disgraceful movement. It's great to them, but it's disgraceful to us, a lot of us. This homosexual movement, yeah, I see it. This homosexual movement that's running rapid through America. Now, I'm just, but primarily we're going to just deal with in the school systems as targeting our youth. Our youth, because our good sister Whitney Houston said, man, our children are the future, right? That's what she said, and our children are the future. Teach them and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty that they possess inside. Now, now, but they want to teach our children that they homosexuals inside. Uh-huh. That's what they want to teach our children. But we know, and we should know, and like as people, like I was saying, our brothers and sisters who grew up very spiritual, hell, that was a no-no, y'all. That's a no-no to be bringing into the homes, into the minds of our children, not alone just the children, but hell, uh, adults and anybody. But now the church are silent on these things. Now that was a now we used to teach that that was a sin. Some people say it was a taboo. But hell, you know, according to the church and according to the Bible, that was a sin. But the church is so silent on it now. Why? Is it like Dion Sanders said, y'all? It must be the money that's turning them on. It must be the money that's turning them on. While a lot of them real silent. And our good, our good brother, brother V. Damn, I need to find. It. He said, yeah, my brother. <laughs> he had said it the other day too. If you don't mind me saying, he like. A lot of these things we be talking about this church, and a lot of it is because a lot of this this damn five hundred one c three. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Y'all remember that? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Now this five hundred one c three things got a lot of these people handicapped, got them muffled. While a lot of these churches won't say a damn thing. Let me see here. Here we go. Uh, my brother said as well, brother V. Uh, peace to you, brother V. These black churches was the center, as we read earlier, the brother, the black church was the center of our community. And now it's a social uh, space 
to raise funds for preachers, gossip, and manipulation, and et cetera. I think it's the, the, the government 501c3 that began the downfall of the black church. Peace to my brother for that comment. I totally agree. It's like, again, it, it's the money, y'all. They have handicapped and muffled a lot of them. It's like they, they, they are scared. They are afraid to say certain things because, again, they said they're scared they're going to lose their funding. But I thought I thought now your members that you have was your funding. So evidently, all of your money just don't come from your your, your congregation then. Because y'all go, I go back to take y'all back to COVID, when the churches were basically closed down for COVID. A lot of churches were getting that PP. What was it? Got PPE money or PPP money, whatever the hell they call it, y'all. They was getting that money from the government because a lot of people wouldn't come to church, so a lot of tithes and offering wasn't coming in, so they needed something, as they would say, to sustain themselves. So they was getting money from their dad at the government, which they would say, if, if y'all even know it, I mean, I'm going to take y'all to the gospel a little bit, Jesus would have been against this Roman and Greco-Roman government that was anti-God. Now, that's what Jesus would have did, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Now, he wasn't coming to teach talk about uh, Joan, the Roman army and and things of that nature. He would have been teaching against what's what we're seeing. And, yeah, and, I, and y'all know I'm not no Christian. I don't really get into that Jesus. But tonight, since we talk about the church, I guess I can throw back on my old church clothes and talk tonight about Jesus, right? Can I do that for y'all? But, but yeah, it, it's seriously. And I want to read one more thing. I'm going to let Dave come on back and just read a couple of things. There's another article a little bit I throw in here from a brother uh, still coming from Pooperspective.com, uh, and this one was talking about, this is a pastor. It says, why the black church continue to fail? So again, I'm not, this is, y'all ain't just hearing from Brother Dave or Brother uh, Alpha Mayor and Brother Moray, like we just talking against the church, y'all. No, uh-uh. This is from a bishop right here, this article. It says, the following column was, uh, um, was written by uh, Bishop John Reed of Reed John Reed Ministries, and he was talking about some things here, and he says, this blog was not meant to condemn the church, however. This is meant to be an awakening call to the black church as we know it in America, and and primarily this is what this show is too, y'all. This is what this show is about. It's Like I said, it's not to condemn, but like I said, it is awakening because they in there. I mean, we're not, I, I'm just going to say for me, I ain't telling you Y'all can listen, and you can listen to the tabernacle, what we teach. But tonight is not telling you to get the hell out of the church. Y'all got to do that on your own. But, you know, we're talking about since y'all exist amongst us in the community, and y'all were the instrumental, the the the, the focal point was for everything. We're telling you, look, we, got, we have a greater job to do in, in cleaning up our communities. We can, we can debate about the Jesus story and all that later late on. But right now, we have a bigger, as they say, a bigger fish to fry right now with our dealing with our communities. And y'all and the pastors, these pastors have the great voice, the bigger voice that can be vocal to change a lot of stuff. Right? They talk about the damn rappers and all these entertainers. No, these Christian pastors that's in our communities 
has the voice. They have the ears to the people. Like almost like Paul said, itching ears. He talk about in, in one of the uh, Paul's letter, itching ears. They have the ears of the people. They have the attention of the people. So if it is they they can uh, say some things to change a lot of this. If they only would do it, like they could worry about like Crefro Dollar and crap, teach about some damn prosperity preaching. But that's another other thing. But let me get down, let get down here. But, but he was talking about how he said the following are some of the reasons for the decline and failure of the church to effectively reach today's 20th century culture. He says, number one is that we are getting older. If it take, I mean, if you take the time to look over today's congregation, they are much older. During the pandemic and over the past two years, one in eight churches in many of the areas have failed or closed. Many older attendants um, are not computer illiterate and are acknowledging, are not, are, are, excuse me, and knowledgeable regarding attending online service. I shouldn't read that. That's a different thing. But he said, moreover, we have many earnest effects, earnestly effects to reach our youth. He said, the average age of many uh, consenting church members and leading um, and leaders are over 40. The hearts of the healthy church should be young families with children and those who are able-bodied to support. I should have left that one out, but let me get to this one. It says, we are losing the culture war. Yeah, here we go. The congregations has not only changed, but our cultural culture has changed. The majority of our families today are headed by single parents, and most of them being women. Not only are more homes headed by women, but there are more blended households where there are children from multiple fathers and fathers with children by multiple women. There is an urgent need to minister to the people facing these pressing lifestyles. We have allowed the media to have more influence than the message of the gospel. Now, there's a pastor said of the gospel, y'all. know I, I ain't with the gospel, but I see what he mean on this one, though. Let me go back to that one again. He says the church, well, we, the church, he said the church with them have allowed the media to have more of an influence than the gospel. Now, I'm going to stop with that one. And I remember, and I'll come back later about the dating stuff come through. I remember Farrakhan even said that. Donald Minister Lewis Farrakhan even made a statement like that one, but he was saying he didn't say the church though. He was talking about how um, society have more of, an, more of an influence on our children than we do as parents. I don't mean everybody, y'all. Don't 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 get twisted with that. But he was just saying society can I'm gonna say it like can have more of an influence on your child than you do because if you talk about um, home training. Yeah, you can get them all the home training, and you can try to rear them to the best of your ability. But sometimes that damn outside influence is a strong thing. But anyway, another subject. But the church, brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters in the church, y'all got to do more than just sit around. And you got you to gotta come back to the prominence some kind of way. Now, I ain't talking about just teaching people the gospel, but I'm talking about get more involved. Now, there are some things that people did some churches. 
I don't know if they're going to do it tomorrow, but there's a church uh, not too far from here. I know it, I don't know if it's every Saturday. It's just some Saturdays I go through there. They be they give out food. They have a food they give out to the communities, and, and which that's what we talk about. That's a great thing. Now I know during some parts of the pandemic, the churches were again they were very uh, influential in doing that. They were a great tool for handing out food during uh, the pandemic. You know, when a lot of people were, were not being able to work and a lot of things. So there are some churches just doing that. And they there's some there's some um some churches that's 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 own a lot of homeless shelters. Um I know for one, um not I hate to even put it out because I don't like to talk about, you know, some things we do. But even my wife and I, when we did do some um our food drives, I'm not food drive, but our food thing take to homeless shelter feed that's where we go. It's a homeless shelter that's owned by a Christian ministry, and they help people out. You know, so there's a lot of Christian these these homeless shelters that's owned that are owned by, um, you know, Christian churches. See, now we want to just knock them, but we can say well, shit, and they want to knock us as Hebrews or hell, the Nation of Islam. They can say, well, hell, at least we got homeless shelters. We do have homeless shelters. We got this. Y'all want to beat up on the church? Y'all ain't even got no. Y'all don't. Where, where y'all homeless shelters at? Conscious community? Where y'all homeless shelters? Where y'all have built the places to help the homeless people at? Where are y'all food drives and uh, uh, you know food banks at? So, cause Israelites, y'all always talk about. You know, y'all want to talk about when when a church get to saying and talk about uh, tithes and offering. Y'all say, well, tithes and offering was actually food. So, where are y'all food banks at to feed the family? See now. See, it can turn back on us, so that's why I say we got to be careful now, Israel, and whoever else, when y'all want to bang sometime on them, because a lot of things they do have that we ain't got, that we don't have. So you got to be careful when, you, when you're throwing stones, throwing stones sometimes. So that's why I said there's some things that we could do shows on Israel and Israelites, too, but this ain't the show tonight. So, but they do, they do have a lot of things that do help people. We just saying like a lot of things now is like when all this crime and shit. Where are you at, pastors? Y'all want to talk about Dr. King and mention Dr. King and what he did in the freedom struggle? But where the hell are some of y'all at today? Hmm? Where y'all at today? Besides begging for damn money, like Dave was talking about, Criffro Dollar begging for damn jet plane. You know wh- wh- where y'all at in this man? The, a lot of people still see. That there's a greater need in this struggle for, uh, uh, you know, for uh, equality. Not no goddamn homosexual equality. Not no equality like that, y'all. You know, and, and equal, you know, equal rights or, you know, whatever, you know, just going on today. A lot of people see that there's still a greater need. What's some of these pastors at on this? Hmm? Where they at? There's a lot of things that's happening. Pastors, where y'all at? See, y'all, even you're going into your gospel, man, your gospel just ain't telling you about, just preach about Jesus saving, coming to save you from your sins, which we're going to get into that tonight. But what was he doing? He was teaching, as y'all gospel was teaching you about him fighting against unrighteousness, fighting against, speaking against those, how people were, um, Using those the, the poor, he said there will be poor people amongst you always, but they'll be great in the kingdom. But they will be the greatest in the kingdom. 
but it sure in the hell don't seem like it. Y'all not teaching it. And then, like, I was reading some article earlier, one, um, two, and it's like even going back, we even go back to think about this, that nowadays you don't see, you don't hear these churches. You know, we kind of grew up, man, they had that fine brimstone preaching. Boy, everything, you were going to hell if you did. You, know, you jaywalked, you were going to hell. And I know some of it was excessive, though. <laughs> Something was excessive. Like I said, you jaywalked, you thought you were going to go to hell. But it was a lot of things that we didn't have that was going on because people thought about it. And it was like, again, I remember when I was in this school of Islam, and it was a Juma service, and, and, and the imam had said he was teaching us about being God conscious, about being God conscious, and the meaning that, Everything, when you get ready to do something, you got to think about, is it pleasing to the Most High? Am I, what I'm doing, is it right by the Most High? And sometimes, you know what, I still have that in my mind, a lot of times, that God conscious. And, and, and it's just like, it's a conscious, conscious. And y'all, it ain't even got to, y'all might not call it God, but, but it's just like that thing about like, hey, man, you know you ain't supposed to be doing that. You know, hey, 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 hey. It's like, like the little thing, they're talking about the good angel and the bad angel on your shoulder. They think, hey, hey, yeah, you know you're finna mess up, don't you? You know that ain't right, but you finna, you, 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 I, I see I see you think about it. I see you even thinking about it. You know that ain't right now. And I'm like, shh, oh, I, ain't gonna, I better not do that one. Instead of God, that's, now, that's my thing. Y'all. That's my God conscious. And, but like I said, we have to be God conscious. So a lot of things we wouldn't have, there wasn't things that we wouldn't be I'm not saying people won't do it, but a lot of things that wouldn't be done if we still had, like that the pastor was saying, people that they don't teach on repentance no more, especially teaching on repentance in the church no more. Everything is about what you, what you need to obtain. Ask God to help you get financial wealth. It's about you obtaining finances and all of this type of stuff. But it ain't about you, how you try to treat your neighbor. It ain't about they tell they always tell you turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor so and so, but hell they ain't telling you how to turn to your neighbor and treat your neighbor right though. How to treat your neighbor fair and and have love for your neighbor, true love, not that bull crap love. Not 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 that love and hip hop love. So we gotta get back to the true essence of these teachers, man, and get our people back right. So churches, yeah, hell yeah, they failing. Yeah, they failing. And but you know but come on in Dave come on come on in here man I'm talking to you. Hey hey yeah oh, yeah man. I'm here. Hey hey something you were just saying about the um about the imam and you know how the, how you know the imam doing the Juma service. You were talking about the God conscience. Let me let me put something there too. Yeah. When you even when you are looking at uh, even with Islam, you know there used there used to be a time where you know when you would look at nation of Islam and you know we could beat up on the Christians all day, you know, but there used to be a time where even the nation of Islam was clean by the brothers and sisters are. Nation of Islam would. They but you know, I don't see that no more. I don't you know, you know, you was speaking about Farrakhan and 
Yeah, that's even time when Nation of Islam would help brothers out. They would get the brothers' suits and, you know, they would, you know, clean the brothers up and teach them certain things about manhood, you know, FOI class. You don't see that no more. You know, and so, you know, we can, you know, even with the Christian churches, you know, they ain't the only ones. You know, that ain't, you know, really reaching out to black people anymore. But even with the black Muslims, they're not doing it either. They're not either. You know, it's kind of a shame, you know. And like you were saying, with a lot of Israelites, you know, beating up on the Christians, you know, we don't see too many Israelite uh, shelters, like you were saying earlier. You know, but, uh, you know, even with, you know, with that, you know, the Messianic Israelites, they replaced Christianity for black people. Damn. I'm I'm, I'm, going to put that out there for you. (laughs) So... When we're looking at Messianic Israelites replacing Christianity with black people, you know, when we're looking at GOCC, you know, we're looking at ISUPK, you know, only Messianic camp that I will say that's actually taking brothers and sisters in I hate to give him credit, but Pastor Charles Dowell, straightway. That's about all the messianic cap that I see. <laughs> that's actually building brothers somewhere to live, giving them a job, you know. Pastor Dowell, that's he doing that. Everybody else? No. Nope. <laughs> I don't see it. So, you know, he's pushing interracial marriages. But at the end of the day, <laughs> he's giving brothers somewhere to live. Your Israelite, homeless, need somewhere to go. He'll get your place for his land to stay at. You know? He'll build you a cabin. <laughs> Teach you how to farm, teach you how to catch your own meat, you know. We need more brothers and sisters like that. You know, uh, you know. I know Pastor Dowell, I know he has his ups and downs. I know he has, you know, so many flaws, but at the end of the day, you know, we need more brothers like that to actually bring about a change. If we if Christianity is wrong, uh supposedly your your homicide, your your shoe is supposed to be the way to go, tell your sure to keep some of these brothers and sisters out of Because I'm gonna tell you something. When I was homeless, we had Israelite brothers all the time, messianic brothers. You know, a lot of brothers don't know know who they are. That's why they fucked up. 
Oh, for real? But when I was homeless, I knew I was an Israelite. Damn me, shit. <laughs> I knew other homeless Israelite brothers and sisters. I was like, well, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I'm being serious. I was homeless with more size temple members. <clears throat> Ain't that strange? I met Muslim brothers that was homeless. Also, I say, ain't this some shit? Islam should clean you up, but you damn homeless. Ain't that some shit? So, here, I met a couple of brothers, homeless rosters. I said, damn. <laughs> Why ain't y'all doing shit for you? Huh. So that's why I say, man, these black organizations, they push that. Well, you don't know who you are. Y'all ain't calling on the right name. Well, what the hell are you calling on? Huh. That's all I got to say. Matter of fact, I'm going to put something out there to you. I'll put something out there to you. Now, listen at this, Moray, R-E-I. Listen at this. I don't know. I don't, I, I know they say the conscious community say we ain't woke. We ain't right. But listen at this. It's our net of homeless. Because this nigga, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I ain't putting nothing on Sarnetta. <laughs> but this nigga ain't, ain't, from what I'm seeing, this brother don't be doing uh, the HOK couch. I don't see too many people sitting on it, teaching on it no more. Look like this nigga teaching out of a hotel room. I don't know. <laughs> More RBI. I, I ain't, you know, saw that I ain't putting nothing on you. But I don't know. <laughs> this brother be up there looking like he teaching out of a hotel room. I, I, I'm i just saying, I, I don't know where he teaching at, but I don't see this brother, you know, have the little HOK thing no more. Shit. Yeah, I'm just saying. Some of them brothers in there, even with Omar Johnson, he's supposed to be so conscious and having all that stuff. But every time I see Omar Johnson, Omar Johnson always hanging on the playground, recording this thing about the donation, pushing the donation button. Where's Omar Johnson house at? He got so much knowledge. Where's his house at? He always seen me in the car running his mouth by the school. Huh. That's why I said, man, conscious community, Messianic Israelites, y'all the new Christian church. We want to beat up on Christians so much. What they doing, <laughs> sound like y'all might be the new Christian church. Yeah. 
That's all I got to say. Well, more R.E.I., some of the old people don't seem to be doing as good as what they say with all that knowledge. You know? So, uh, yeah. Hey, more R.E.I., you hear me? <laughs> yes, sir. You know I'm telling the truth. Uh, I, you want to be honest with you? I think Umar Johnson might be... Might be he might be he might be yeah he might not have all the good knowledge like he said because I said you know none of them brothers be seem to be doing good like they say none of them brothers if they doing so good they shouldn't be begging all the time they sound like the new Christian pastor <laughs> they they might be the new Christian pastor. We, they beat up on the Christians so much. They seem not to be doing too good themselves. You know, so yeah. That's all I got to say, you know. The conscious community might be the new Christian church. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But some but, of them don't teach. They, they debate. That's, that's a different yeah. They're not teaching the damn thing. They're too busy arguing what they call debate. It ain't getting nobody no goddamn way. More separation. That's it. Yes, um, sir. Yeah. I'm going to throw, throw in something right fast with this one right here. Now, going back to this African-American history book, a couple of pages then here, uh, African-American cultures, which is called this chapter. It says, religion is a powerful force in many people's lives. Religion guides how people act what they do and how they think. Now, it's like here it says, for many white Southerners, religion was even seen as the way to justify slavery, and which they did. They did go, uh, try to do that. It says, although, it says African-American churches, although white slave owners uh, prohibited slaves from practicing uh, any Christian religion, they also did not want black people worshiping in their churches. Now, that's the early form you know, in, in America. I'm just skipping through some of this article to get to some highlighted this long article. Skipping through some highlighted parts. Um we just talk about how black people were denied into white churches and stuff and then it goes into here talking about Richard Allen. It says eventually black churches and other denominations were established in the north as well as the south. The largest such church was the African Methodist African uh Methodist Episcopalian AME church. Grew out of um, out of a church founded by Richard Allen in 1787. Allen and other members grew along with their congregations and would form the core of important Black freedom efforts. Notice we get, I put this here: freedom efforts. The AME was the first of many churches formed to deal with the spiritual needs of the African American community. Today, there are many such churches. These black churches, as they are called, uh, are usually Protestant Christians and spend much of their time and energy dealing with social issues that affect black people. Notice that. Now, let me go back again. It says, going back to that, it says, these black churches, not the ones today, though, <laughs> these black churches, as they were called, uh, are usually Protestant Christians that spend much of their time and energy dealing with social issues that affect black people. So do we see a lot of these churches today doing these type of things that Richard Allen and the founders of those churches at that time were doing, right? Because again, 
they, you know, they was involved in a lot of things. There's so much stuff that's going on today. Again, that these churches that we have on down there, four and five churches on every corner, hell, and all up and down our streets. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. Churches right next door to each other. I mean, right next door to each other. But you look at the crime rate in our communities, how it's so, how, so much high crime in those areas. I mean, how, how is it, though? How is it these so-called religious centers that's supposed to be teaching, as they say, teaching about righteousness and, you know, and stuff of this nature? How is it that so much so-called sinful stuff is going on in these doggone communities? Some wrong somewhere. Somebody is not speaking to the ills that's going on in the communities and not addressing the things that really need to be addressed. Was this mental problems, mental illness? Some people saying a lot of people got mental illness. Hell, they ain't speaking of that. Something is being missed here. Somehow, some way. Uh, motivated our people to start businesses and all these type of things. Something is missing. Some key elements are missing from the messages of today. And, I, I, and I'm a date. I'm going to throw in here. Y'all know y'all heard me say this all the time. Talking about even the Israelite community. That we see a lot of these messianic. Hell, it ain't just a messianic. No, I'm just going to say so-called the black Israelite movement. I'm going to say it. And I, I know they say it as a misnomer. Always talking about some goddamn we in captivity, we in slavery. I told you that witchcraft again. Always talking about some goddamn slavery, slavery. Okay, we understand a lot of things that's going on oppression. But damn it, you got to explain to me. Like people, what's the saying they, they got down? Young folk be saying, make it make sense. Make it make sense to me. How in the hell you in 2023, you running around here just moping and complaining with somebody trying, somebody ain't doing this, somebody doing this to you, somebody pressing you. But we talk about them people. We always, you know, go back again. Talk about Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Rosewood. We had thriving black communities, I mean, in the heart, as they say, y'all, in the thickets in the country, y'all, we say it, in the thickets of goddamn racism and segregation that thrived doing, doing segregation and racism when the Klan was going out, really showing up, cutting up against black people. But they were thriving. And you running around here, sitting your ass around here today, crying, talking about you and slavery, you being oppressed. You need to shut your, let me, let me calm down. Shut up with that bull crap, man. I get sick of that shit. Teach your people, man, how to thrive. Continue. We understand. We got. You can't learn how to fight on many different fronts. They did it. What's wrong with your ass today? How come you can't? You crying around here. You have more opportunities today than they ever would have. And you sitting your ass around here crying, talking about what somebody doing to you. What somebody's doing to you. And it really ain't nobody even thinking about your black ass, be honest. I'm just be honest. Ain't nobody even thinking about your right glass. You you keeping yourself, goddammit, oppressed. That's what you're doing. You oppress your own damn self. I've been reading something earlier talking about the higher, your higher self, lower self. Some of y'all are your own goddamn devil. Let me say it again. Some of you you your own damn devil that's oppressing yourself. You own, you, you're stopping your own self from progressing. So, I mean, come on now. You got to get it right, brothers and sisters. Quit all that bull crap out. 
when these brothers and sisters, we talk about the earlier Christian community, how they were, they, they knew they was being oppressed. They knew that. And like I said, again, when they wanted to have a spiritual center and wasn't nobody teaching problem to Islam, wasn't nobody teaching them at that time, you know, the Israelite, talk about you Hebrews or you Israelites, only thing they had at that time that it was put before them was Christianity. So, you know, they had the churches they was trying to teach. And, you know, white folk, like, wouldn't even let them come to their congregation. But what did they do? Did that stop them? No, they started, like I said, Richard Allen and all of them built their own congregations. Had their own congregation and still built it. See, these folks just didn't sit around and cry and whine and bullshit like some of us doing today. They did something about it. They took their spiritual... They took their spirituality serious. They took it serious. It's just like going back, y'all going into what's, what, what the book of James said. It's like they, they, they put actions. They put in some work. They just didn't have some, I got faith. They put work. They put in some works. See, y'all listen to Paul with that bull crap, faith without work. Well, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't have no works. Just have faith. Hell no. You got to have some works. So churches... It's cool. You can have faith and you can you got but you got to put in some works. You got work to do. Our communities, man, are falling a damn part out here. It's fall it's sad hey. what's going on. It's uh uh-huh. Hey Maureen, let me let me uh uh I hate to interrupt you. Yes, sir, go but ahead. Something you were just saying earlier about churches being next to each other and shit. You were saying how there's churches that's be right next door to each other, up and down the street, and the crime's not going down. Right next door. You know, in Virginia, in Virginia, right, where I'm at in Virginia, after COVID-19, you know, so many churches was, I'm being serious, so many churches had to sell. <laughs> there was churches beating inside of in Virginia. I don't know about in Memphis, but I'm saying in, in Virginia, there's synagogues that meet in synagogues. I'm being serious. There's churches that Beat within synagogues. Blind business. There's a church that that is right down the street from me. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like, okay, uh, it's an old, old church, right? Well, I was talking to somebody who happened to go there. They was like, we got like, ever since COVID, <laughs> God told me, God said, you know, there's eight different churches that rent from us to have service out of. I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm being served. At the COVID, churches were closed now, buildings. I'm talking about buildings. And there's churches. I'm talking about churches are actually meeting out of other churches. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but in Virginia, churches ain't like I said. Churches ain't uh, a lot of these religious organizations. If they, ain't, it, it, 
don't know if they ain't got no good connection with God or what it might be, but hell, God ain't giving them nothing. Cause they 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 uh <laughs> they gotta go to other churches to meet out of. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Well, I do. I see. I see that somewhat here uh, in this city too. Um, it's it's dude, crazy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe if it's uh, I don't know what it is. But after COVID, huh? Virginia, yeah. Churches is in other churches. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. Uh. Now, just personally for me, do I see anything wrong with that? I would personally say I don't see anything wrong with it. Why? Because still, again, you got to understand, some of churches actually, they run as a, well, religious centers do run as a business as well. And then you got to understand, a lot of this to have a building is a lot of, it, 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 it costs a lot of money. I mean, it depends on how big your operation is, your membership, and but. Still, you got again. You got to remember, you got to pay light bill. Uh, hell, you got to pay light bill and all these other expenses as well, too. Uh, hey, especially Moran, when you're buying the building. Uh huh. No, no, I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. I know you said they meet inside of other congregations, like a congregation yeah. meet and another one. That's what I'm yeah. talking. I'm, speak, I'm yeah. speaking on that one. I'm speaking on that one, but see, I, like, that's why I said I don't see nothing wrong with it. Cause I'm gonna say I'm gonna show you something while I'm saying this. If you no, have a building, no, no, no. go go ahead. What go ahead. I'm trying to say is, God, if y'all if they all practice Christianity, mm. why don't they just have? How come they just can't all come together on Christ's teaching? Well, yeah, they just see, have that, one big damn church. Yeah, but see, but that's a problem. Yeah, now that that is a problem. <laughs> but that's like, but but, but but bro, we can do the same thing again. We see a lot of stuff with <laughs> us is Israel. Same situation. Yeah. It's doctrine. People, different doctrines. But I'm just going to speak to the part about sharing uh, buildings. If you have a building and, again, and you and that space is open, you, I mean, y'all already had y'all serves. The building's going to be shut down. Okay, we actually, if my congregation is coming over there, we actually helping y'all pay y'all bill. You know, we we paying you rent or whatever to use this space. That's helping, you know, helping you as well. It's like you know, it's like what, what people like almost saying, man. Uh, uh, a a community, a group of people coming together, you know, to uh, uh, like shit. I'm trying to put this together how, how I'm saying it, y'all, without rambling. You know, people be messing with the Hispanic community. I say to them, man, it's ten or twelve people standing in that damn one house, but they all coming as a collective. They all coming together, putting their money together to pay rent, you know, buying groceries and this, that, until they better get their own. So some congregations probably start off like that. You know, they maybe rent or pay somebody else for that space until they be able to get their own. I see it as a good thing, though, you know, far as financial, because, I, see, again, I'm not going to throw say God in there because, hell, we still got to be practical, man. We still, come on now. God ain't throwing no money out of no sky. It, no, we come on now. We still got to be real with this thing, man. Is we 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 got to do things ourselves, and God give you the intelligence to learn it. So I I don't really see that as a problem, as a bad thing. I know they probably have different doctors, but that that's a Hispanic. It was in one church I'm talking about. They have 
they have two different locations. I think they let the, um, the Hispanic population, they use their church down the street while they be up the street at another. Because they don't use this. The one church, they don't even really use it. So they let the Hispanics use it, you know, their facility. So I don't see it as a bad thing because, hell, it's, it actually helps. You know, it don't put strain on just your members, the members only. If y'all, you know, y'all sit church there sitting there dormant, dormant, nobody there, hell, why not? You know what I mean? Because, it, like you said, despite our doctrine, are we all not saying that we there to praise the most high? And if it's for a good thing, hell, it ain't like, okay, I might rent them mud out to the damn Satanists or something. Now, that's a totally different damn situation right there. <laughs> you know, that's a totally different situation. But, um, yeah, I don't see this as a bad thing. Oh, and one thing going back, I was talking about something about the children. It was an elderly lady today. It's an elderly white lady. I always be talking to me all the time. Sometimes she'll see me every now and then, right, every two weeks on my garbage route. She'll talk, and she'll be talking about the Bible. She's a Christian lady. and But she actually be calling me her pastor. Pastor, I'm glad to see you, and this, that, another. And, uh, you know, she'd be having a conversation. But she was telling me today, I'm going back to something again. We're talking about sin, but whatever. Now, and this is show you how crazy this society is. Now they're pushing children to learn LGBT stuff in the schools, right? They're pushing all that. They allow that to be taught in the school, or they're wanting this stuff to be loud in the school. So the lady was telling me this young child. I don't know how old he were, but say he went to school and she said he dropped the F bomb. He said the F word in school. And they suspended that child for the remainder of the school year just for using the F word in school. Yeah. Re- suspended this child for the rest of the year just for using the F word in school. I don't know. She didn't say he cursed nobody out or nothing, but because, you know, this place here, I don't know, you know, but they live at a gated community. It's a nice upscale community. But she said, I don't even know how old the child was. I didn't ask that part. But she said she talked to him, and, you know, it's like an older lady. She, she's 90-something, about 94 years old. <laughs> she's like, I had to talk to him. I had to pray that spirit out of him. She said, I had to. Use, I even had to use that F word to let him see it. He said, when I said the F word, he looked at me like, 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 he know, like I said something wrong. But she said, I had to tell him, get that out of your mouth. Get that out of you. Get that spirit out of you. But anyway, she was just talking on a spiritual level. But I was like that. And she said, that just, just really got me Throw it off. Threw the child out of school. She's understanding about him saying the word, but she's I am so highly pissed off at this. I was like, damn. I said, that is crazy. I said, all this other stuff they they're permitting to be carried on in the school, but they throw the child out because he used the F word. Now, only thing you have to do is just correct speak to the child and correct that, but let's talk to the child, you know. Uh, get with the parent, and let's correct that behavior. That's not anything that warranting that throw a child out of school. Now, if y'all so high on education, educating, you throw a child out, well, you would Now, let's show you how ignorant they, they, they I'm going to say that y'all ignorant that these so-called educators are with they dumb ass. You would think that's the time now that you're really supposed to educate and tell the child about using that word. Educate them on you know, using that word. That's, that, that's, that's when you educate. But no, you expel the child from school for the whole freaking goddamn year. Now, what good is that going to do? What purpose that serve? But no, but you're going to tell a young boy he need to come put on a damn dress 
you can tell a little girl that you need to walk around here looking like Van Range. You know what I'm saying? Not Holiday Hard now. Hell no. I'm talking about the actual Van Range. You can walk. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy. It's, it's show y'all how sick this stuff is, man. How sick this goddamn society truly is now. And so, like I said, if we're hey, a spiritual house, hey. I don't give a damn what kind of spiritual house we are. We all goddamn it got work to do, man. We all hey, have work to do. Hey, Moray, hey, Ariane, you know what, too? What you just saying about the lot of these ladies walking around here, the girls and the boys in school, how fucked up they is. You know, you know, it's crazy because they... They'll suspend and expel these kids for, like you were saying, for saying a little F-bomb or whatever it is. But do you know that actually got, <laughs> they actually got, they don't, they don't suspend some of them boys and some of them girls, some of them boys from going in the girls' bathroom, do they? They, <laughs> they don't do that, do they? They're allowing these damn boys, these transgender boys, going in the damn girls' restroom in school. They don't expel them for that shit. Back in the day, when I went to school, even yeah, look, they would, they would, I'm being sure they would, they'll expel your ass for going in. They'll suspend your ass for going in women's uh, restroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ex- they would expel a girl for going in men's boys restaurant but they don't but now that don't seem to be a problem but they got no. an issue with you with, with the boys saying something for saying the f word <laughs> that, 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 that it's terrible yeah because society promoting because the society is promoting this stuff now they promoting yeah. it, me and going in the bathroom. Here they actually passing, trying to pass laws to permit men going in the bathroom. Hell, look at the sports thing, man. Where they got men in there who claiming the. We say sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't. You know, sometimes he claiming he got nuts, but and then you know I guess sometimes he don't. Uh, he's fighting him. What's that? Ultimate fighting and all of this stuff. Hell, swimming against women, running track against women, biological women. I mean, look at all this crazy this stuff that that's being allowed to happen. I mean, you know, in the name of equality, when women fought, been fighting so hard to get the equality they do have, and now shit, you take it back because a dude claiming he's a damn woman, right? And 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 now you want to say, well, so the women y'all are actually losing y'all damn right. So y'all y'all, I gotta say this right fast. Y'all be running here here chilling and be. And, and 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 somehow smiling and 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 um, cheerleading because y'all see some of these dudes you got a like gay friend and shit y'all think that shit cute but these motherfuckers are trying to replace y'all you thinking that shit cute sure, I got a little gay friend <laughs> y'all think that shit cute but he trying to replace you and just just, just just you think I'm lying just keep looking at the sports look at it like I said y'all losing the rights that y'all been fighting to get. To damn transsexuals talking about he a man, so you still losing your rights to a damn man. But and bull daggers too, the, the dudes too, cause they they 
they carry on smiling these damn, like you were saying earlier, these women walk around like they Ving Rhames. Like uh, the Cleo from Set It Off type motherfucker. <laughs> they walk with the, the bull daggers. Mm-hmm. They they men mentally that bull dagger put shit too. But it, it's, not as worse, it's not as worse as the men. See, it's always, it's attack on manhood. Like Judge Joe Brown say, it's attack on manhood. Man up. It's attack on yeah. manhood. You know, it's you don't see, you don't see them that push for lesbianism like you're doing for trans. When they say trans men, I mean trans thing, a trans, attack on trans. They talking about dudes. They ain't really yeah. talking about no lesbian. It's more of men. And they and they use black men again. Always a goddamn. I remember somebody said a long time ago. Black folks always be used as the scapegoat. And and truly, yeah. it is truly is the black folks they using. Um, I seen this something since I'm on this subject right fast. Uh, what's his name? Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, whatever that sucker name out there in California. He just had that, uh, and there's some lady, I guess she was a senator or congressman. I just keep, can't keep up with all these damn folks. But anyway, he had, they asked him, uh, when she retire, uh, would he replace her with a black woman? Now, here's a trip part. I'm tripping off. Okay, how come you can't replace this person with a qualified person? Just somebody who's qualified for the damn job, whether man, woman, whatever, right? Just just qualified for the job. But they want to know, was he going to replace her, uh, oh, I think it was Diane Di- Feinstein. I'm thinking that's William. Don't quote me, y'all, but that, I think that name just came to my mind. Diane Feinstein. Somehow that name just came to my mind. Y'all look it up. But anyway, I think they said she just she just passed. I kind of heard someone already. She passed recently. So Gavin Newsom, is, they say he's going to live up to his promise, right? He's going to put a black woman. He's nominating a black woman to take her spot. But not just a black woman, y'all. A lesbian. Mm. They had to make sure they put that in there. A lesbian, a black woman, and a lesbian. So they get they get as they would they get they kill two birds with one stone. Y'all see what they doing? See they and like even that's why y'all see they they had to promote with with, with uh, uh Biden and his thing. Uh, uh, number one is they lied. I know we off the subject about the church. We'll still get on to that, but we kind of touched on a little bit. We just somewhere else. Just thought that came out. But when they brought, they they they, they faked the funk, did a flea flicker with, with Kamala Harris. We got, we got to put a black woman at the first, first uh, 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 vice president. Uh, they did that. Kanji, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Kanji Brown. Don't even know what a damn definition of a woman was, but now they supposed to have nominated her as a black woman to Supreme Court. But hell, she can't even tell you the definition of a woman. Now, how did y'all nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court when she can't even tell you what a woman is? So y'all actually didn't nominate a woman, a black woman, because hell, she ain't, maybe she's not a goddamn woman. So she's disqualified because she don't even, she might not be a goddamn woman. But another whole subject. So they keep on playing this goddamn game, putting these so-called these black women while you pushing you men, making y'all out of goddamn women. So if it, so I guess if men get elevated to a position, you're gonna have to be a transsexual for you to start getting elevated. Because real men, they pushing your ass out the way. They pushing you out of the way. It's a target on you. 
black man in your manhood. Take judge. I like to judge. I like to hear Judge Joe Brown say that. Man up, because it truly is a target. It's a goddamn big ass bullseye on men, especially black men. Y'all think just they, they just shooting you down? It ain't just about shooting you down, goddamn it. It's about tearing you down and making you out of some. Because you know, my coworker, them man, they were having this this subject the other day at work. My co- my supervisor was going. <laughs> I got to bring him on the show, man, because he was. He was in one of the, well, he had it. He was in raw form the other morning on the radio. We was talking. He was talking about how men, um, men, men are failing as being men. Cause we was talking about the, you know, the, the community getting back the community back together. And the one thing he said, men are men are failing as we talk about the Christian thing. He said men are not really being real goddamn men no more. And he talked about like how men is letting a woman run every goddamn thing. Men don't even, you know, basically, you know, uh, be that leadership role in the household. And, you know, so he got to go on in on all that, man. He he had a long thing on that. And I and, and it was so funny after he got off the radio about a, two hours later, one of my, my partners, they called me. He's a pastor, Christian pastor. We was talking. We was talking about something else. And all of a sudden, he jumped on that subject. I hadn't brought it and bring it up. He jumped on that subject. And um, and he started saying the same thing. I said, hold up, man. I said, Dan, you must have been listening to our conversation earlier. I said, because, bro, you saying the same thing that our supervisor was saying earlier, man. You saying the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, man, men, we got work to do again as we talk about the church. But, uh, Dan, I want to play, play a little qu- quick little clip right fast. Um, let me see what we have time. We got sisters and brothers. We thank y'all again for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio. We got 38 minutes live. Let me see. Can I play this little clip? It's a sister from YouTube. Let me see her YouTube channel. Let me see. Her YouTube channel is called Soul Mood. Soul Mood. I saw this one other day and I was looking for something, just going over some things for this topic of conversation. Her thing right here is called her YouTube channel. Like I said, Soul Mood, but this topic that she has right here, you can look it up on YouTube. Five ways, uh, five ways toxic black churches harm black people. Interesting, y'all. Five ways toxic black churches, black church culture, excuse me, harm black people. Let's check it out, y'all. So let's see what this is, sisters and brothers. And I am back with another video. Can you hear that day? First of all, let me see. important for me to make. And before you want to subscribe, just hear me out. Today I'm yeah, going to be talking good. about five ways okay. toxic black church culture actually hurts black people and black women in particular. But before we get started, yeah, let me introduce myself. I, I am Ama Aya, also known as the Do-Less Doula. I teach women how to actually do less. Uh, call, I'm going right, to come right at you. This is about less than about 10 minutes. I'm going to come right at you, uh, Carla. Live more and birth a life of ease and abundance. I'm a conscious living coach, and I teach you how to use your time of rest and healing to really create and manifest a life that you desire and deserve. So if that is something that you would be interested in, please hit the subscribe button, tap the notification bell, like this video so that more people can see it, and share a comment in the comment section. And so let's jump right in. And so before we get started with five ways toxic black church culture. God damn it. Well, I was a little fitted, my guy. My bad. Y'all, let me get these commercials. I should have just edited this. Toxic black church culture. 
actually harms black people and black women in particular. Now, mind you, every black church is not like this. I want you to understand that this is not to bash religion. This is not to attack the fact that you may be religious. That's not what this video is about, but we just want to critically analyze something that actually, in my opinion, harms many black communities. I just want to do a really quick rundown of the history of the black church. So the history of the black church has a very warm and sacred place in my heart. Why? Because as enslaved African-Americans, we were unable to read and write. And so the church is really where we got our sense of self. It's where we got our information. It was our CNN, our 1010 wins, where we were able to come get upliftment in terms of our situation, and then hear ways or hear things that were being done to actually get out of, of, of slavery. So a lot of grassroots movements came through the Black church, such as the abolitionist movement, the suffrage movement. So movements began in the Black church, and then they spilled out into society. And that's really how the Black church became the pillar of Black life, the pillar of our existence, because we needed it in order to gain information and to strategically make plans on how we can better our situation. So now I'm going to fast forward to 2022 and the toxic culture that now exists in many Black churches, which turns off people such as myself and a lot of the younger generation, there's a whole movement now to divest from religion and divest from um, these places of worship. Number one, the first way that toxic black church culture hurts us is it makes us lazy. And what do I mean by that? Because that can be a trigger. It reinforces um, slave mentality by making us believe that we don't have the power to change our lives right now. In church, church always teaches us that something is outside of our personal control. And a toxic black church culture always has you praying. Just, just pray about it. God can change everything. God can heal all things. And I think what really got me is that I would come to church and I would see people basically praying for the same thing for decades. But the reason that I call this toxic is because we all have power. We have individual power to connect directly with our creator, to change our situation in real time. We are always waiting for tomorrow. When you die, you're going to get your mansion in heaven. Why do we have to wait to get a mansion in heaven when we can get a mansion right here on earth right now? Is that something that you really want? Why do you feel you need to hold on to a struggle lifestyle on earth just to be rewarded with your mansion in heaven? What that does to us is that keeps us in a belief state that we don't deserve these things on earth. We have to wait until we die to get the things that we deserve. Other races of people enjoy this in the here and now. But we are told in toxic black church culture that we need to wait in order to obtain a life of ease, a life of abundance, a life of great joy, a life where our cup is running over with blessings. Why? Why do we have to wait? The poverty mind. Oh, man, oh, I got to stop one second. Now, because what she's saying, now she's saying the black church, but hell, 
as Dave was saying, uh, these Messianic Israelites y'all be hearing on them corners, they basically doing the same thing with a twist, though, with a Hebrew twist. Because they tell you that you in slavery now, you going through this, but when Yahweh Shai, a.k.a. Jesus, come back, you're going to get all this in the kingdom. That's what they be teaching, the same, basically the same thing with a Hebrew twist. When you get to the kingdom, when Yahweh Shai come back, you going to get this, just what she's saying. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Let me finish it all right, man. Hey. That is just hey, kind of hey, like hey. woven throughout yes, this yes. whole thing. And it really puts people in a place of learned helplessness. Like they cannot help themselves out of a situation. Number two, and the second way that toxic black church culture actually harms black people, it lies to vulnerable people. Mm. And this is the, the prosperity doctrine. Prosperity doctrine basically tells us that the more we give is the more God will bless us. And so you will see lots of poor people giving money that they don't have because the pastor has told them that it's going to be in their giving that they're going to get something. And people get very emotional with this, and they're in a belief state that the more that they give something, they're going to get this house or they're going to get this car. The conversation around getting your house or getting your car should not be how much money you give to the church. But there should be conversations around financial literacy, knowing what a FICO score is, understanding your debt-to-income ratio, knowing how late payments actually negatively harm your ability to qualify for a mortgage. Instead of any of that happening, week after week, people are getting the message that if they just continue to give more, they're going to get all these things. And so many of these churches just breadcrumbs congregants, let them believe that just coming there every week and praying is going to change their situation without actual actions. Faith without works is dead. Number three, a third way that toxic black church culture actually harms black people is that there is no critical thinking. Critical thinking is actually frowned upon. Because I remember being a little girl and saying to myself, like, how does this boat hold all, all these people, all these animals, all these things? How, how did this happen? And the response is always, you don't question God. If you have an inability to critically think, how can you strategically plan to dismantle racism, to dismantle white supremacy, to dismantle... The best way to get back it. Natural hair is not medical treatment or expensive surgeries. Here- racism, to dismantle white supremacy, to dismantle social conditions that keep us down. How can you do that? Because if you cannot critically think, you cannot analyze information, synthesize that information, and strategically implement that information in order to obtain a better life. Number four, the fourth way that toxic black church culture actually hurts black people is that the judgment, the toxic judgment and hierarchy. And so this, this, this toxic judgment that is really picking and choosing Picking and choosing what we don't like and what we consider a sin, to me, is very exclusionary. The fifth way that toxic Black church culture harms Black people, it keeps generations of Black women single for two reasons. Uh One, it gives you this totally unrealistic partner 
that you are supposed to be praying to God for. So every time this woman brings a potential date to the church to meet her pastor, he's never good enough because even if he ticks everything on the box, he's gainfully employed, he loves his mama, he treats with people well, he takes care of his children if he has children. Oh, but he's not saved. And then if he is saved, oh, but he doesn't come, he doesn't go to church every Sunday. He doesn't speak in tongues. Oh, you unequally yoked. All this stuff has kept generations of black women single. Why? Black women are free labor most of the time at their church. People are coming to clean the church. People are coming to feed the kids. People are coming to put things in boxes. It's a whole ecosystem that's built around the black church. And that ecosystem is built on free labor. I remember I used to go to church and I was married at the time. And I would see these young, beautiful black women. And they were all single. And I thought to myself, why are these women all single? They all had this unrealistic expectation about the man that they thought they should end up with. And then secondly, they were always in church every time the church doors opened. How? How are you supposed to find a life partner when you always at church? When do you have time to ever design a life that you desire and attract the people into that life that you deserve? So I don't want this video to be too long. Right, you know, in the comments section. Let me get her around the Sister standing ovation of the devil would say. Just one more time, y'all. Y'all go and check it out right there and give her a thumbs up on that video if you like it. Appreciate that video. Her her channel is, and I don't know how much of a content she got, but I just go and saw that one. Go and check her out right there on YouTube called Soul Mood. Soul Mood and that YouTube channel. I mean, that uh, title is entitled, she did that about a year ago. So it's called Five Ways Toxic Black Churches Culture Harms Black People. Let me get this call in here right fast, Brother Day. Area code uh, 8330, I mean, damn, 803, area code 803. I hope I got that right. I'm getting, I'm getting blind. Hello. Yes, sir. Peace. How you doing? Peace. Yeah, this is V. How you doing? All right. All right. All right. Oh, Brother V, how you doing? All right. Doing good, man. Peace to everybody. Yeah, Yes, sir. Peace to you. Alpha male, he had to um he couldn't make it in today. Uh, yes, sir, he couldn't make it in, but he, he was in here early listening. I read your comment earlier too when you were talking about the five oh one three. I read that earlier. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, what you thought, man, brother? Go ahead. Oh man, so like what that lady said about churches need to do more than just, you know, preaching hey, the gospel brother, and all please, you know, do please, please. Peace. 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 For the most part, we don't really know much. We don't know financing, finances, uh, the home, you know, all that stuff. You know, teach people how to apply for college, how to write a proposal, you know, stuff like that. You know, 
focus on helping the, the community instead of just making them feel good and taking their money. Right. Yeah. That's right. And, and, and you got a point, brother. It's like, okay, I'm going to read something from this other article again. It says, because this pastor was talking about the problem with the churches, this bishop. And he would say, Christian training for our youth. He says, we have lost the battle for our youth. Amazingly, many churches no longer have Sunday schools of any means of educating the youth. He said, in Jewish culture, Hebrew school is available for many Jewish children. He says, when a pastor... Yeah, he said when when the pastor of a church was uh, he said we were amazed at the children and teenagers who attended for the first time uh, that had no knowledge of the word of God. But anyway, he just talked about some other stuff. But he was just saying about okay. making an analogy that how they losing the battle for the children, like you saying, they no educational programs, no nothing but Jewish school. They have what they call um, uh, chuvas. Yeah, children mm-hmm. go to chuva. They learn. You know, basically law of the Torah. And not only that, but hell, let you notice by them studying the law of the, of the Torah, hell, they basically made a goddamn good lawyers. <laughs> that we, a lot of black folk get in trouble with. Man, I'm going to get me a Jewish lawyer. Cause shit, they oh, know, yeah. Law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They taught that from the youth. And But going back to what you said too, brother, now they were open instead of having educational centers like you were talking about to teach them finances and all these other stuff and Hell, even children who 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 are having problems learning how to reach and maybe having class because they complain about what the what the schools are not teaching them. Like they talking about in Florida, they are trying to uh, uh, stop Black history from being taught. Hell, these a lot of these churches got um they got big uh, I forget the name of them. They got like something added on to the churches. I forget what they call them. Life centers, life centers. Hell, open those life centers okay. up and start teaching Black history. And but but I noticed one thing they will open the door for the damn voting polls. I noticed that we had done it. I thought it was a separation between church and state, but you open them down. You open all them church doors up when it's time for election, though. Yeah, mm. they sure do. The fish yeah. fry. Yes, sir. But you can't open them for nothing yeah. else. <laughs> Ain't that so? Yeah, that's probably part of that five hundred one c three. Man. More <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you you forbidden to say Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, hey you, you know, it's crazy. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um, because even with what that sister was saying, uh, in that video about teaching the the people about the financial score, the credit scores and all that stuff. You know, that's how the, what the churches should be doing instead of, you know, the lean on financial help. Now, let, let me put something there, too. Some, I'm, I'm going to add on to something you were saying about how, you know, the, the Jewish people teach their uh, Jewish kids the law and all that. Now, let me add on something there. Now... When you looking at, like, I remember a couple years ago, I, I don't know if you still talk to the brother or not, but I forgot what the uh, the uh, brother you were talking to, who you used to talk to, I think his name was LJ. Um, it was oh, something yeah, he yeah, brought yeah. up about how, about how he wanted to uh, learn, like, self-defense, 
martial arts or something like that. And how he went to the nation of Islam or something like that. I guess to find out about self-defense and how they were saying how pretty much how he had to join in order to learn that from them. It, I think that's how it was some years ago. I think you say he brought that up by how Nation of Islam pretty much was telling them how he had to be a member in order to learn, I guess, the martial arts or something like that. Now, listen at this. Hey, even when you're looking at Nation of Islam, Okay, there you, you know, not just them, but ISUPK has the same shit. They don't, they like, for instance, with them, with Hebrew class, they want, they make make it so if you're not a part of ISUPK, uh, they won't even, <laughs> they won't even teach you a lot of stuff. They make, they charge people. They charge you just to learn basic shit about the Israelite doctrine. <laughs> you know, they charge for that. Nation Islam don't they 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 don't even they won't even they don't even teach a lot of that stuff even to the public. Mm-hmm. You know, martial arts, you know, the MGT GCC, you know, hell, I'm a former member of the Nation of Islam at one point. <clears throat> they won't even a lot of that stuff that they teach, that they used to teach the sisters how to sew, how to, you know, cook. They don't even give those lessons to sisters that are even a part of their own temple. They don't even give that to them. They make they charge them to learn a lot of that stuff, you know. So yeah, it's it's they charge uh, if you're in those organizations, they actually it's not actually free to those people. They actually members have they charge the members for that information. So yeah, so yeah, it, it's a lot of that stuff. Martial arts and nation of Islam, you know, they are. Wait, I think they had like what Captain Anthony or something like that. The guy was out there in uh, Chicago. He charges nation of Islam members to actually learn the basics of how to the secure your post, you know, protect your temple from certain things. So. Yeah, they 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 charge their own members for that shit. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, I think yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, I there were, uh, uh, brother V, we was kind of mentioning about. I kind of talk about something like that earlier. It's like you know that's 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 a downside with me on a lot of certain things. Organization, they always they come out to the public and saying, "Well, we man, we got the truth. We got the truth." Okay, but I got to join your organization to get that truth. I just can't give it to me, but I got to join your damn organization to be able to, as you say, to come get that truth from you. I got to be a part of your organization. I mean, are you saying you for black people or for the uplifting of black people? 
But I got to exactly. join your nation. I got to join your group. Come on. You're not really for that. That's not, you can't be unless I'm nope. for, I'm with your group. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Yeah, everybody got an agenda. <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody got an agenda, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what it get me. Oh, bro, you know, you come on, join, bro. You come on, join in the Wabians. Come on, join this, join that, bro. And we can really teach you. No, dog, that shit. Well, that's all I don't even want it then. You yeah. know what I mean? Because then when I get there, I'm really thinking I'm finna get something. Y'all ain't giving me a damn thing. I could have learned this shit on the internet damn nearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's how you that's tell how the, the real from the fake. Yeah. You know? When they, when they ask him for stuff. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's, it's almost like goddamn it, watching mm-hmm. well, the facade and other thing. They got a debate coming up. Pay thirty dollars to watch this debate between so and so. Then you get on there and get them and get to the debate. All they do is showing you some shit they don't research on the internet from Wikipedia <laughs> and shit. They don't put together some uh, uh, yeah. uh some PowerPoint. Shit, man, damn, dog. I man, look, all you had to do was just give me some keywords to look at. I could have figured this shit out. Man, see, it's it's it's, it's life is a gang. Go ahead, brother. And they just reciting whatever they see. Yep. Here. Man. Yeah. Yep. And quote what somebody else said. And be and be that would be getting me. You they be arguing man down what Dr. Ben said. I mean, it's like I and I'm not trying to talk about the dead, but it like they are man, if they said it, oh man, your ass is wrong if you go against what they said, Dr. Clark, anybody else. Cause I'm gonna tell you, man, it was it was they just had a debate with uh brother named Sake who was debating uh against spirituality and science. And here's this brother Sekou. He's from Africa. He's from the continent. He's from Nigeria. Now now these dudes who have been born in America, they ain't ain't, ain't been away from ain't been away from America for a long time. This brother had he can speak, actually speak his native language and all of this. Now, they don't only read books about shit in ancient times. This brother comes straight from the country, even though I think he, they say he's living in Canada now, but he was born in Africa, Nigeria. They arguing with this man about African culture and stuff. Oh, my God. Now, he born That's in the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were telling and him he was lying. He making up shit about African spirituality. He, <laughs> go ahead, bro. What would you say, bro? <laughs> I'm saying they, he experienced it. They probably been there to visit. Like, come on, man, how you gonna argue somebody that lived there? And and they didn't. They what? They was arguing from the point again. John Henry Clark said this. Doctor Ben Balafat, what's his name? A Binga and, and Sheikh Antidia. I'm not knocking them guys, but a lot of them they research. But you te- you trying to tell an African people, you know, uh, like we done spiritual because all them arguing from the point of now. This is something I've been watching. Like I said, this is the new religion. I, somebody else said it. I didn't say this. Somebody else had said this, even one on that thing. I think their brother Sekou even said it. Science, y'all pay attention. The science shit to these, this conscious community is the new religion. It's the new religious movement out now. It is, because these guys, like, again, and I've asked this question, and, and, and it was a trip. Sekou asked that question, uh, too. Remember, y'all heard me say it. Show me anywhere on the continent of Africa in ancient times, anything, where you had African people, and I'm using this title, African, where they, as they use this title, atheist society. They didn't believe in some kind of supreme being, some kind of spiritual. I don't give it was one, two, three, four, polytheism, monotheism, whatever kind of theism. 
Show me what African yeah, so, people was atheist on the planet, yeah. meaning on the continent. But yeah, now, I don't know any. Yeah, yeah. you don't know any, bro? I, I don't know. I don't know any. Because they, they always want to hop out Kemet. Hell, Kemet, them, them were some very spiritual people. But now these dudes yes. want to holler about science this. And that's what Sekou was, was, was trying to, to make, tell them and show them that there was no difference between African people. There was no difference between science. Basically, I mean, it was a difference, but they didn't basically put this differential between it like what we're doing now, what people are doing now. They just looked at it as basically it went hand in hand with each other. It went hand yeah. in hand. Like you had to take this course in science or you got to take this course in religion. It just was. It was just a part of the culture, you know, and, and it was. And that's why I came in were, you know, and spirituality and imagine science. And he was just showing but aren't them what these people are doing now. And they getting paid, y'all. I, I don't give a damn what somebody going to say. I be They are getting paid to do this because you can go back and you listen to Unc them back in the day. They had the Destruction of Black Civilization show and listen to what they used to talk about. All the things that they are going against right now, they used to promote this stuff in the community. So a lot of these people get paid for all this shit. What is that, bro? What year was that back in the day? Uh-oh, I can't remember it. What year? It's been it's been some years ago, but they were all like, that's when blog It probably was because I started off on here damn. Oh man, I've been on here damn near about fifteen years, maybe now. I think it was in the yeah. shit. I forgot, bro. Uh, it might you look it up. Yeah. Google is the destruction yeah. of the black civilization show. Cause that was their name of their show. Destruction, destru- uh, damn, destruction of black civilization show. Cause they named it after okay. Brother Chancellor Williams. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's when blog talk was hot back then. Hot blog talk. YouTube wasn't just dang. Blog talk radio was the thing. Everybody had a podcast back then, and that's when they was teaching a lot of this. Unk just got started. People just started coming on. He used to argue with these people about science. Now he want to tell us about damn evolution and all this bull crap. Pushed this on us, on the people. I'm telling y'all better watch them hidden hands. Watch the thing. Yeah. I'm telling you what these people are pushing, brothers and sisters. But they push you away as you talk about you being away from spirituality and science. Even though we might your mama, the people. Your mama, your mama uh, used to be with uh, Professor Isself and all those yeah. people too back in the day. Yeah. He was, and he's, he was he's, actually Nawabian. He started out Nawabian. Yeah. He, and he, and he just said he reached the practice voodoo. He actually said it the other day on the debate, but I don't think nobody even caught it. Is that is that is that not Considered a spiritual yeah. system, yeah. And, and voodoo and voodoo people believe in gods. They believe in gods. But no, don't let Uncle tell it. Uncle just say it's it's dealing with herbs. That's what Uncle just tell you. Just dealing with herbs in nature. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> hey, hey, hey! I used to deal with a damn lady that was uh, into voodoo, and uh, years ago, I'm talking about years ago. She was a little uh, half-breed, uh, French, Creole girl I used to deal with years ago. She was fucking crazy, but yeah. she said she believed that she would call her God. <laughs> she used the Bible to open her voodoo sermon, she said, years ago. <laughs> I'm being hey. serious. 
Damn, bro. You see it? I got a man. I can plug this thing up. The clip. I th- I played it years ago with this Caucasian dude saying that, bro, how they, uh, the witchcraft, they use the Bible to cast a spell. He was like, that's the strongest book to cast spells with. I think like Psalm, I don't yeah. know, Psalm, Proverbs and stuff like, especially with Solomon, because, you know, they people want to say Solomon was in the divination. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that's what she, she, and she was, I'm telling you, she was Creole and Indian, and I'm going to tell you something, she drove my ass crazy. <laughs> she drove my ass crazy. I stopped fucking with her, too. Yes, but, yeah. 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 That's one of the reasons why I stopped messing with red bones. <laughs> that, they, brother, yeah. was she from Louisiana? Uh, I think her, I think she was right, born in Delaware, but her family was from there. On her dad's side, and her mom was a uh, Indian, but she was Creole, French Creole, and Indian. <laughs> but yeah, she was. Uh, she she looked just like Vanessa Williams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she that's what she she would talk about that how she used the Bible to do her shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck? How do you use the Bible?" And I was fucked up by that. Hurt my damn self. I'm like the Bible, cause yeah, kind of tripped me out about that. But yeah, yeah, man. And it, and there's something like I said. Even you have um. Uh, what's his name? Professor James Small, them, they always talk against spiritual, well, I ain't gonna say they talk against, they'll talk about like, they'll notice though, they catch, they catch what they do. They'll talk against what they call the, um, they call it the Abrahamic religions. They'll talk about that. But then you'll find out themselves, and they make it look like they really against spirituality, or they'll say religion. But you will find out that they're in certain practices. Like, again, Professor James Small. Um, I think he, I forgot, but he, I think he practiced Ifa, Ifa tradition. And it's crazy though. You look some of that stuff up, right? And they say religion, religion has got our people messed up. But you look some of them names up, and they are have it listed as African religions, so and so religion. But the country community <laughs> making throw it out like religion. That word religion, it's a messed up word. Now I take it. I don't. Uh, I'm gonna tell y'all stuff. I look it up. I don't have a problem with the word religion. Why you said that, Ari? Uh, you, you, damn, bro, you 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 messed up. Because I go back as they tell you the word religion. Let me look it up right fast to my etymology dictionary. I like as uh, Tosh the Reed Bay say the etymon. Oh, we got five minutes, y'all. We're going in overtime in five more minutes. But so y'all can call in and listen to the overtime at uh, three. What is it? Had three one nine five two seven sixty sixty eight three one nine uh, five two seven sixty sixty eight. Um, but like, yeah, Tasha Reed said, look at the Edimon. You look up the word religion, they take you, I don't make sure I still got it in here. Uh, the religion, as they say, re- I can't know how to pronounce it right. Religari, I'm like that, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. Religari, and it means to tie back, rebind. And I'm just using those words because that's the problem right there that people will get you with. See, religion, man, religion, uh, uh, cause I remember I used to hear this all the time. 
And I used to say, man, I don't deal with religion. They said, religion, man, to keep you, man, uh, 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 um, they said, hey, that's what they get. They got you tied with religion. They're bound up with religion. It's buying you, man. It'll bind you. I'm like, okay. I said, yeah, I don't deal with that religion shit either. I said, because listen to other people, man. But I, without even doing my due diligence. But, um, and when I looked at it, okay, I'm looking at etymology. It says, going back to the 12th century, religare, the state of, um, being bounded by monetary vows, or also action or conduct, and and inducing a belief or divine power, reverence, and all that. Um, just trying to find the one I have. But I was like, you look up certain parts that go back to the Latin. It says to bind or tie back. I'm trying to find this shit is real long. I want to read all of it. It said respect for uh, what is sacred, uh, reverence for a God, sense of right, moral obligation. Fear of the gods, divine service, religious service, religion, faith, modes of worship, cult, sanity, holiness. There's so many different words that go with this, right? Um, so I, me personally, I don't have a problem because I look at some of the words with uh, religare. So when we go back again and we'll say, okay, here's a part that said religare, to bind fast or to reply or, you know, tie back and or do again. Now, again, like a lot of us, we are trying to, as folks are in religion, what are we trying to <clears throat> focus? We try to do, we try to tie back, or say, I'm just going to say in certain spiritual systems, we try to line ourselves up and tie back into what we say, the creator. Some might say, when I was in the Wabian, in the Wabian nation, we had this thing called uh, tying back into the vine or retuning ourselves, uh, uh, re- getting re-entuned. And meaning that we're trying to get back in tune, like when we talk with nature, come one with nature and getting back in tune with the vibration of the earth and all of this stuff, get back in tune. That's it, y'all. And so long. And so a lot of things we're trying to, we're trying to tie back or get back in connection with our divine selves or with the divine creator. So, I, I mean, it's just like certain, certain things I want to hold it up, but I don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't see when they say religion. Because I've seen, like I said, certain encyclopedias, dictionary, even spiritual, African spiritual books. I got some books on Kemet that some authors write, and they'll say the comedic religious systems. And these are comedic scholars. They're not a part of the country community either, though. I got to say that. And, but I'm just tripping out when I hear these guys. And this is what a lot of things, and, and, and when you look again, again, we talked about the black church earlier, how a lot of things, moral principles and fibers that was being implemented to our brothers and sisters that don't do this, teach you how to respect, you know, yourself. Not everybody did it, but, you know, we just talk about it in general. We have certain things that were being taught. Now, if these people got all this damn knowledge today as they talk about, I mean, what's going on? That why is this society so goddamn crazy? Now, because it was religious. This is what they say too. Religion, man, was used to control you. That's what a lot of this stuff I've used to hear too. Religion, man, they created religion to control you. Well, some of you Negroes need goddamn it controlling. I'm just gonna say like some of y'all need some goddamn it controlling. Because now a lot of these days, bro, they out of control. We look on the television, we look on the news and Twitter and all these damn different places. You see a lot of our youth and all of this shit going in there. And I'm not talking about like MK Ultra control. Hell no. Not mind controlling like that. But hell, they are being controlled. But in a in a in a in a in the wrong way. 
So that's a right, you know, that, so that's agreeable in and in a disagreeable way for everything. But they are out of control. So you say religion controls you. No, it's not just the religion. See, certain things you won't do out of respect of the divine. You said I said the divine creator, even the divine in yourself. You know the your lower you, the the, the and I'm gonna get into that one day. The higher and the lower self of yourself. Certain things we just knew it wasn't right to do. So it wasn't that, you know, somebody trying to control you with God. See, there's a lot of them people out that that teach that shit. What are they teaching the people? Like I said, okay, because where, where are these uh, uh, so-called, um, these conscious community centers that's really teaching our people to do the right thing at the end? But I, but I forgot, they're not going to have any because they're going to teach tell people, well, you're born to know right and wrong, bro. You're wrong. We're not, we're not a, come on, bro. Y'all stop that bullshit. Well, if, we, if it's born in us to know, why are so many people out here doing wrong then? Why is there so many things now we're seeing that everything on a decline? This shit is getting, getting, getting wild and crazy. So some people need it. Now, I told y'all a long time ago now, like even there ain't no Christian but I told you when they start tearing down and really attacking the church, when it when that church really go, because one thing again, because I told you, it's the largest spiritual institution that you have in this country, basically. The largest institution you have in this country is basically Christianity religion. And one thing we see that people that you see mostly some that do kind of go after this LGBT movement and all this pedophilia movement is the you do have a lot of the Christians that's doing. They're, they're the most one that's outspoken against a lot of this stuff. But when you let that go, and that's why a lot of them, they want to attack and get rid of the Bible. They want to get rid of religion, as y'all say religion, so they can have their way. So when you get rid of one that damn thing, something else is going to take its place. So I'm going to tell you, y'all, y'all better watch what you're asking for. Like the country community, y'all better watch what you're asking for. As y'all see a lot of brothers and sisters moving away from it, what they getting into. Because when doing COVID, when a lot of the churches, they were talking about a lot of churches did close down. Well, you know, some of them, they closed down for COVID sort of restrictions. And a lot of people went back, as, as the church might say, a lot of people backslid. They went back to their old ass ways. But see, when they was congregating with other people, and that's one thing I, I kind of miss about the congregating part, too, a little bit. Because that motivates you sometimes. I wasn't, you know, I, I don't read a lot like I used to. I ain't gonna lie, when I was with them Nawabians in the Nawabian nation, man, when you go to class and you hear another brother, man, talk about, you know, some knowledge and whatever, man, shit, you're gonna go home and you're gonna read. You're gonna study because you're trying to get that knowledge too. You try, like, damn, that brother be going in. You going home, you trying to read and get that knowledge that, like, damn, I'm trying to find out. I will read my, man, read my, and I'm buying books out the front. I still buy a lot of books now, but hell, I don't read as much as I used to. Because I'm not around somebody like a lot of times that that really that uh that inspired motivate you to to and push you to do that. So that's why a lot of things about sometimes by congregating that does you have somebody that motivate you. You got a lot of these people down. What are, what are, what are these people congregating? They're doing you know. So a lot of shit, man. We are falling off. A lot of things is falling off. A lot of things to blame. Like I said, it's enough blame to go around. So, you know, we got to just find that niche to get back right, man. But I said, but watch the game that's being played. As we've seen, 
with the fall of the so-called black power community. Uh-oh, I, I know I got to touch on this one. Which y'all seen the infiltration of one called Grandmaster J. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Grandmaster J with MFAX, that fucking agent. Yeah, notice, with, it, not just him, though. They came and got all with, with the, first of all, with Black Lives Matter first. Then they came, they seen the militia groups that was on the move. What did they do? They send in their agent, goddamn Grandmaster J. A lot of people want to go. Then they ran and, and clicked up with him. I don't know. Y'all had a goddamn organization that was already thriving and doing great thing. Why y'all going to jump out with a Negro? See, y'all, y'all didn't y'all, you do your due diligence. You didn't do your homework. Conscious community, people always talk about they supposed to be keen on studying history, but y'all ain't do your goddamn research in your history. This is a dude. Bring that looking for. Oh, what's that, brother? He bring that glitz and glamour. Yep. Dang. You know, that's and what all, the people looking for. And still, they talk about the church, but they still always looking for a savior. That's their goddamn problem. They always looking for a savior. He was he was his savior. See, that's what still got them too. They might be out the church, brother, but a lot of them goddamn in the black power communities, they still goddamn it looking for a savior. They still come and look for somebody to save them, and he was their savior, but he tricked the shit out of them. They still in the same situation. Now their organization don't fell apart. You don't hear nobody about black power, brother. Shit, you better not hear. <laughs> they ain't going to say that, bro. How many of y'all heard anybody brother, talking about some black power now? Hell no. Nah. I don't hear it. They don't, you don't even see no... no uh, Resemblance or anything like it used to be, you don't you don't do it. You don't do. It. Uh, but anyway, going back with even with him, you know he came like y'all don't do your background. You got a fool who's supposed to have been running for the president of the United States. Who's supposed to, yeah he, he ran in campaign to be the president of the United States. First he found he was a goddamn DJ. Then he running for the president of the United States. And then here's the trip. He even had a Facebook page with his name, John Fitzgerald Jones. Y'all still can look it up, John Fitzgerald Jones. It's still on the Internet. Um, um, well, he was supposed he had it uh, on Facebook page where he was getting ready to run for the Democratic Party. I mean, excuse me, yeah, the Democratic Party. And he had on there that him and Michelle Obama was going to be running mates. He had a picture up there. I'm telling you. That he was getting ready to run. Now, Trump was already in office, but he had a picture that he was getting ready to run again <laughs> against Trump and running the Democratic ticket, and Michelle Obama was going to be his running mate. And I told people, I was showing them this shit, because when, when the commander, when I was in the militia, I looked him up, and I went through this man goddamn Instagram page one night, some of the spirits of man, hey, man, go check dude out. But I didn't really know nothing about him. So I checked it. I went through his goddamn Instagram page like I was in the FBI. I'm checking out every damn thing. I'm watching his hand signs. You know, people be talking about that Illuminati signal. I seen him throwing up all these little handshakes and hand signs. But here's some I see a lot of people when they didn't want to bring out. I don't know if they didn't want. Well, I'm going to say some of them didn't want to bring out because I had a conversation with some of these people that they didn't bring out. They were showing y'all videos with Grandmaster Jay. John Fitzgerald Johnson at a Trump at a, a Donald Trump rally, and he was in the stands behind Donald Trump. Now they were showing y'all the videos on that one. I had a okay. conversation with a famous YouTuber out there. Fuck it, I'm gonna say his name. Ta, uh, 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 Tahaka Bay. Fuck it, I ain't this this culture freedom. We ain't hiding nothing. Tahaka Bay. And I had a conversation <laughs> with him. I said, Hey, bro, 
I see you keep putting it out about him and, you know, with Donald Trump, so-and-so, so-and-so. I said, did you see that picture with him behind behind uh, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama standing behind him, walking behind him? Now, ain't, bro, there's no way now. Ain't no way in the hell that anybody our Secret Service CIA can be not – it was like they was at a, a, a rally. <laughs> and they – they was walking, and he was right behind them like Secret Service, walking. And they was in those, you know oh, how they okay. have the barricades. The bar- he was right behind them just like the CIA. It wasn't no Photoshop shit, y'all. This was like a picture. And he said, yeah, I saw it. So I'm thinking about him saying he saw it. He gonna Eventually, he going to expose it and put that out because he was going to, you know, he was trying to uh, expose Grandmaster Jay, right? But he never exposed it. I told another sister about it. Like, they got mad at me because I'm bringing this shit out like, nah, hey, y'all, this ain't, because they trying to make it like he was a plant for Donald Trump. I'm like, nah, that ain't, that ain't it. Uh-uh. I said, this is like some liberal shit. This is some other bullshit that is going on. No, because Donald Trump, like, he would be for the Patriots. But anyway, so... They never would bring that picture out with him. And it was on his Instagram page. It wasn't just all on the internet willy-nilly. It was on his page. Nobody would bring that shit out. They kept on trying to throw y'all on Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Because y'all remember the hatred was against Donald Trump. So they kept on trying yeah. to throw that shit out that he's an agent for Donald Trump. But anyway, brothers and sisters, when he started telling black folks on Instagram, when black folks started exposing his ass, what he had a he went on on uh, uh, social media and said, told black folks now, but he's supposed to be for black people. If y'all start speaking bad about MFAX, we will start killing some of y'all. But oh, yeah, I remember that. For black people. You heard that, you heard that one? Yeah I, remember, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. See, y'all, watch who these people, now all of a sudden, now they claim that he's in federal prison. I said they took his ass off the case. He came, did his job. Now they pull him off the case. Now he gone and hiding for a minute. You know, you know how they do it, y'all. Give you a new identity. But that mother sucker, he came and did his job and gone. Because he even had a video where he was, he, he they didn't know he was recording. He started talking about exposing some of y'all fake-ass dudes out here in the black power community. Because y'all just getting paper. You getting that, like, you, you might not got the 501c3, but y'all got some of that money. He, they was giving out to link up with him because he was supposed to have been talking about people coming under his leadership. But he had a video where he was saying that now the money coming in, everybody want to get on board. And when he was saying that, oh, the dude yeah. was like, hey, the, the camera rolling, the camera rolling. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yes, sir. He exposed yeah. a lot of y'all for money whores that y'all really are. Yeah, he exposed y'all for being the money whores that y'all really are claiming you so black power. Y'all ain't black shit. That's what you are. Excuse my language. You money whores. Anybody, you could you, you bought for a price. That's why y'all take out your own leaders that really come out here and try to really do something. Y'all take them out the box. Malcolm, Brother Collett. Y'all are killed. I told you. They're going to kill them and exile them. In prison, that's yes, the only way. Yes, sir. And any one of these teachers that come out here and really just teach our people, just you know, they probably ain't got to be in the Black Power Revolution. They come out here and teach our people the truth. They gonna send some of these knucklehead Nick Rolls out here to 
to, to, to discredit that. They'll send them to Sarnetta on TV and some bullshit and put Uncle out there, teach them, goddammit, they yeah. primates, they some kinfolks to uh, apes and shit like that. <laughs> Crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, it's all set up, man. It's horrible, man. Can't get nowhere. Yeah. What is we got to fix devil? us first. <laughs> what is it, bro? Hold on, hold on. What did you say again, bro? I said we got to fix us first. We can't worry about white folks no more. Man, we are our own problems, you know? Malcolm even said that. Why are you worried about them? Shit. I wish I still had that clip. Yeah. Man, he yeah, been dropping knowledge, man. Man. Because like I tell y'all, man, white folk, white folk fucked up. Excuse my language. They messed up. Because you know why I said they messed up? Oh, they real they, bad. Yeah. They believe yeah. that same ignorant shit as you, some of our people do. Because they believe that same stupid ass shit. Somebody told them that they were superior to you, and they fell for that same dumb ass shit, too. Yeah, they've been fooled too. They oh. fell for that shit to believe that they better than you because of their skin color. And they go around acting like that, acting a damn fool. Why are these so called leaders at the top be laughing at all the ignorant ass? The country old white boy with, with the pickup truck and he the country music blasts. I like the country music too. I ain't gonna talk about But just that ignorant ass shit, they laughing at you because they got a real diabolical plan for your ass. Well, all of us. Uh, they keeping us divided over this colorism shit. They they laughing at y'all because black folks are in the goddamn meeting room right with them. Yeah, right with them. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I don't I don't know, bro. We like I said, it, it is a lot of this. This humans gonna have to wake the hell up and get this shit, man. Get 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 rid of these crazy ass these people with tricking us, messing us up. Black people, we got to be more alert. Quit getting. I know a lot of shit that feel good shit. I'm I'm sick of feel good shit. I don't. I'm sick of all that feel. Yeah, good I'm shit. real, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's why I'm I say you ain't gonna get me on my blackness. You know? <laughs> like, that's it, bro. Yeah, you can't get me on my blackness no more. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> you ain't getting me with that shit no more. I've learned about that trick. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, it's it's. And, and uh, even with I mentioned Judge Joe Brown earlier, uh, you know they had an election here in the city last night, and show you how dirty they don't like Judge Joe Brown. No, they they know Judge Joe Brown gonna expose the hell a lot of this crookedness that's in this city amongst everybody, oh. black and white. Oh yeah. But what they did, yeah, they he wrote for mayor there, right? Yeah, he was. They had the election last night. Yeah. He didn't win. They had. They oh, he put lost him, bad. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't even close. Him. It was bad. Hell, like the damn that twenty four people ran. I think something like that. It was a hell of a lot of people. Twenty four. Man, it was a lot of them at first. And I think it dropped down to probably about seventeen, something like that. Oh, it was a lot, man. It's crazy. Wow. But they put a. He showed on Twitter. They put a picture. If I see it, I'm gonna send it to you. But he showed a picture okay. they took of another city council member, a city council member, and put his face on the ballot like he, that guy was running for mayor. Instead of uh, uh, Judge Joe Brown. Oh, his wow. Name was, yeah, man, they were doing all kind of stuff. You know, because the LGBT came out against Judge Joe Brown when he tried to run for district attorney here. He is, you know, trying to mention oh, that. They're going to go hard on him. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, he an enemy of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. See, they got they need somebody in position they can control here. And, yeah, and just like course. all these places, just like the guy in Chicago, uh, that sucker. Uh, they need the people gonna be yes men. And I don't, I don't know 
about this guy. I don't know anything about this guy. They just 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 won. He's a newcomer, black guy again. He's black. Okay. Yeah, Paul Young. How old is he? I don't, bro. I don't even know. I didn't. I hadn't even really did my research on him. His name Paul Young. He been in some kind of. He hadn't been in the political thing. He do some kind of crazy, okay. some kind of stuff in the city. It's going to be from Memphis. Yeah, he's from Memphis. Oh yeah, that's probably gonna be the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he, he he already in the club. He, he he's a a lot of people know him around. I don't really know nothing about him, but I forgot what they said he do. But um, he he's he, he probably one of them little puppets. He's gonna be one of them little puppets in that club, you know. So he gonna keep the agenda going because I, I'm I'm really man looking at this thing like you said, brother. What did uh what you call it? Totalitarianism. I can't pronounce. Oh yeah, totalitarianism. Yeah. yeah, I surely have been thinking on this since you said it, man. Because they they got something they planning. He gonna oh they plan it, man. I'm telling you, agenda. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pandemic was like the test. Yeah. yeah, that was the test, and we and they and and they, <laughs> I guess we failed it, man. <laughs> yes, we it. failed it bad, man. We we handed our arms out to everybody, <laughs> you know, for that shot, man. Yeah, and just falling for all the BS. It's, it's horrible. We ain't think for ourselves no more. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they gonna want that plot. They gonna keep on the line because they they keep on talking about we got to stop this crime. No, y'all ain't trying to stop this crime. Hell no. Nah. Like yeah, I said, nah. they want it because like you said, got the problem. Yeah, they they're talking about <laughs> bro because they gotta have that thing that problem reaction solution. They 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 need this problem so we can start acting really, so they yeah. can follow. Oh, we got a solution for y'all. Ain't gonna be good. Yeah, it's only gonna get worse. Yes, sir. That's it. Only gonna get worse. Man, that's it. That's what worried me. Yeah. Man, yes, sir. I don't know about bro. I don't know if I sent it to you. I think I did. Oh yeah, I think I did. We probably ain't got to say what uh, brother Rizzo Islam. Oh yeah, about. I get a chance to see that. Man, <laughs> he talk about these drugs out here, man. Well, the psychiatric drugs. And and he talking about that that they got a lot. Oh, okay. There's all these people out here on these psychiatric, and he was even talking about you know we always speak against the medical uh, medical marijuana. He even spoke about that in there, and he was talking about was it Ritalin? Not what it was it. Damn, I'm not. It might have been Ritalin. I got to look this up, but I think I think he said Ritalin. They had a children on that has even has cocaine in it. I need. To oh look really? That. I need to look that part. Damn, but he yeah. was. He was going in hard about all these drugs, these psych medications, like he's, even all these mass shooters that they had. All of them was on some kind oh, of. Oh yeah, they always on some. Yeah. Yep. And that's what he was going yeah. into. And basically, he was saying the mind, like, um, you're trying to treat a person with a mental illness instead of dealing with their mind. You just putting them on a drug to deal with it. And he was, he even, man, he was going in though. He was even talking about Tyrese. When Tyrese was having his little, you know, little rants, on oh, a little breakdown. Yeah, he was talking about how he was on some kind of psychiatric medication, and he said he had to go to his doctor and tell her, "Hey, man, take me off this stuff," because it was making him the medication that was making him act like that, act out like that. Man, that's crazy. That makes sense. Yeah, nah, that's according to Rizzo. Yeah, that's 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 a good man video he was going in on. So yeah, but he was even talking about this uh, THC and all of this stuff, this synthetic stuff they have, and even in this medical medical marijuana that um, 
And and that might be a lot of the stuff a lot of these people are acting when they're black, we're making people act out the way they're doing, and it, and it's weed they they got. Cause here, deep, you you're not growing it. That's what we try to tell what Israelite brother one time we was talking about. We're like, well, hell, bro, you're not growing it yourself. You don't know what these people are doing. You still trusting your goddamn enemy with your weed. That's true. You call him your enemy and say you don't trust him on nothing else. But you trust him with, yep, but you trust him with that fucking weed, though. <laughs> your weed, your liquor. Remember, remember Clone Tyrone, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. crazy. It's like Frank Hot Sauce. They put that shit on everything. So, man. Yeah, so man. Yeah, so we don't win. These people, man, we can't trust none of this shit. They won't. Cause like, um, I was seeing a video they was talking about um, Bill Gates, and it was an Asian dude that had a podcast. They were talking about Bill Gates, them, how and um, damn, I think I can't think the um, what was it, the World Economic Forum, how they was talking about they, oh, they, yeah. they were trying to ban meat, and they want to make it things now make meat. I think with insects. Oh yeah, yeah, insects. Yeah, they stand with insects, and I was like, "Damn, yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man." Yeah, because you remember all in the movies, though. Yeah, that was all in the movies. You remember he been buying up all the farmland, and then remember he came out with this stuff. They got that company would call Incredible. What did it call Incredible Burger? Incredible Meat. Oh yeah, yeah, Impossible Burger, some shit like that. That's it, right there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, that, oh, that shit sounds scary. Impossible, Burke. <laughs> Damn, yeah. all this to my plant base. Yeah, and and that gets you because you know you're thinking, oh, it's just plant based, bro. It's good for you because you know people are trying yeah, to talk about getting today. away from eating meat, <laughs> and they just talking about eating healthy, eating organic, and eat plants and you know greenery. Ah, you better watch it. Uh, doing even worse. Yeah, cause, mm-hmm. cause even them talking about that. Bur- My wife went to went to Burger King once, and uh, she asked for a regular Whopper, but end up they end up giving her one of them um that plant based burger. Man, she yeah. was sick as a mother sucker when she ate that after she ate that damn burger. She ate uh, the whole thing. Yeah, she had everything. She like you know she had she bought it. She's like, man, this thing take burger. Then she. Look, I don't know how she found out. Somehow she, she found out. She said, this one of them damn plant-based burgers. And then she went on, hey, you know. And I said, man, she was sick as, I don't know what I did that shit, man. Damn. Like, damn. Yeah, she was like, man, yeah, a little bit out of that. She was like, damn, I ain't feeling good. But then she thought about it. I said, damn, what I eat? She said, man, I ate that damn burger. She's like, yeah, so we really, we don't even, we don't even do that. That's <laughs> Burger King no more. Because none of that shit really tastes the same. And me. Oh yeah, Ben stop fast food. Can't trust that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, brother. Have you been like I don't like I said. We I don't know if you stopped. Like I said, we be out in garbage and stuff. We be stopping at some stores. Well, I did it at a restaurant though, black owned restaurant. Um, I've been peeping some man. This chicken. They've been frying this chicken with damn feathers on it. Have you ran across that? Where y'all lit out there? Oh no, I never seen that. No. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if you that. I don't know if you eat chicken or not. I don't know if you said eat chicken. Oh yeah, I, I I eat chicken, yeah, but I try to cut back on it, but I haven't seen any fried chicken with feathers. 
Bro, I, man, I went to like it was like a soul food restaurant. Man, I had got some wings. It was a restaurant. People be bragging about it and stuff. I went in and I got like, oh, okay. So we and my coworker, we stopped and uh, we got some food. And I like candy yams. I like them yams and stuff. And uh, I'm out like, yeah, I got some wings. Man, I, I and I open the window, I was getting ready to eat the wings. I look. I say, man, God damn it. I mean, bro, it was like, man, these like, I don't know, like they just killed the chicken and just threw it and chopped it up and just threw that shit straight in on the grease. Man, it had so many feathers still on that shit. I was like, man, I, it turned my stomach. I was like, oh, hell no. I, I didn't even try to. Then I, I got I, my money. Several, uh, but we had already left, so I didn't, you know, I couldn't even oh, go back. Man. It was already on the expressway gone. Yeah, I, like I would have, but I was like, shh. But then I've seen it several places. You know, that now, like some of these little stores, they be, I'm like, damn, they don't even, my wife's like, oh, no, they supposed to clean it. I said, man, they ain't clean it. They're throwing that shit in the grease. I be seeing them, especially the wings, anyway, still have feathers on them. Sometimes it might not be a lot, but I can see some with feathers on them. This is the black neighborhood? Yeah, yes, sir. It'd be well, let me see. Yeah, it'd be all over. Now, the, rest, the restaurant, I mean, it was a black-owned restaurant, but, like, sometimes we might just be out and, the corner store. Some of them just be um, mixed. It don't be no upscale restaurant. I mean, like neighborhoods where we see a lot of this shit at, though. But he might, you know, it'd be like a rab owned stores, though. You know, you gotta be there. And but other than that, it was a restaurant. Other than just like the like a rab owned store. But sometimes black people be they be in there cooking. And I'm telling you, bro, I'd be like, what the hell is going on, bro? With this shit with these wings. I mean, feathers on them. I'll trust that. Yeah, next uh, if I, next time if I ever see some, I'm I'm, I'm gonna take a picture of it and <laughs> show it to you. Now they are fried. Yeah, that's that crazy. They fry. Yep, yeah. it'd be fried. So you you sometimes you might not like person pay attention, especially I mostly see it on the wings. Uh, so if you don't pay attention, some people probably don't pay attention. You know and. But I, I always look. I'm looking at my damn food when I eat. I can't eat my food without looking at it. I just got to. I got to see what the hell I'm eating. I'm turning lights on and everything. Man, I gotta see. And so yeah, so man, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's crazy what these people are doing. Yeah, so I'm like, if I see it again, I want to make sure I take a picture of this shit, man. I was like, but I'm telling this here, man. I'm telling you, it looked like they just and this was black owned restaurants, like they just. Man, killed the like whoever killed the chicken, he just threw it in the box and they got it and just threw it right on in the grease. Man, it had so many damn feathers on it, it's ridiculous. That shit turned yeah, my that's stomach. Horrible. Yeah. So yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, let's see what else we can talk about. But uh, you you you've been peeping out, they got this I I I'm ready for this move because I want to see this stuff. You know, talk about, we got about artificial intelligence. Well, they got this new movie. I don't know if it's a movie or a series coming out. Uh, the Creator. You, you seen that previews? Of oh, that? Yeah. yeah, that's uh, Denzel Washington's son. He's in that. Oh, oh, it is. Damn. Yeah, that's Denzel's son. The main, uh, the act, uh, what you call lead in that. Oh man, that like gonna be pretty dope. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm waiting to see. Um. What messages they got in it? You know, I like to watch movies to see what messages in it. I'm waiting to see what they got in there right there. What they're telling hey, us. Yeah, I got some movies with some good messages, especially ones from back in the days. Yes, sir. I got some movies. Yeah. 
Because they was kind of saying, it's kind of showing, I think, from the previews, how, like, these uh, these uh, AI was going to kind of take over, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Hmm. They've been saying that since Terminator, man. It's... Damn. And even man, Elon Musk, something. the man who's into that technology, kind of warned about this stuff. Yeah, he, he, he warned against it, but he's still investing in it, though. Yeah, <laughs> he got yeah, He got stuff to go in your brain and control you. So you can't believe that fool. Yeah, so you I know? guess he he actually like he warning you, but he's telling you what they gonna do. Yeah, yeah it's just like how the uh, the elites do their thing. They they put the problem out there and got the the solution. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah. they put it out there yeah. like, hey, you know, like they <laughs> yeah. like they trying to help, but they ain't, yes, they ain't really. I remember when I used to listen to when Bobby Hemi was out, man. Bobby Hemi was out doing his thing when he was when the hell they doing his thing. I used to listen to him, man, faithfully when he kind of first started. Oh, yeah. And then toward the end, he started getting real crazy with the shit, started mixtaping shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess, man. you know, you, <laughs> but he was coming out hard one time. But anyway, I remember him saying, and he was on um, a podcast, I think it was on the Nicky Love show. So, so Nicky Love had a show on Blog Talk, too. I think it was on her show, but he was saying something about the all this new world order and stuff like that. We were talking about the uh, Illuminati, whatever he's saying. He's like, the reason, he said, how y'all think we know about it? He said, they so secret, how you think we know about them? He's like, they exactly. actually <laughs> tell us about themselves and put the, put this stuff down and promote this stuff they sell. He's like, you might that have one, one family who might get into it with the other family and they'll put this shit out about them. The Rockefellers might put this out against the Rothschilds. They'll throw it out easy, but they put this stuff out about themselves. That's how we know about it. Ain't like nobody just ran into a top secret file and nah, they didn't want to put this stuff out about them all. They own still. Like, damn. Yeah. 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 I mean, we could watch certain shows and they have keywords and say certain things. You know? Mm-hmm. So, they put it out there. They warn yeah. us. We just don't listen. Man, yeah. Right. That's all it is. It's easy. It's like put it in the book. Nobody ain't going to read it. Man. Certain people. That's it. True. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Because like I said, people take it for entertainment. You know, like you said, you just Yeah, that's all they concern about. Sports and sports and movies and shit. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Have you I heard have... about the Ohio mm-hmm. kidnapping? That's another thing I wanted to tell you, talk oh. to you about. Oh, man, it's about a thousand children missing out of there, man. Is that the same? And remember, yeah, look look that up, man. I'll send you uh, on, on think, Instagram. But, you know, yeah. I, think I told you about Ukraine, how they're uh, they going to switch it up. <laughs> yeah. You say I think what? kind of touch on that one. I think when I was talking about it, it was like 45 children. That was like in May. Yeah, so they said, yeah, it was like 50 in a whole month was missing yeah. in northern Ohio, somewhere out there. But now I think like the whole year has been over a thousand or something, man. Damn. So they talking about they don't know they in gangs or they in human traffic. That's sad, man. That's yeah. and white and black, man. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's kinda of crazy. they've been it's been a lot of children been coming up missing here too. Not oh, not, yeah, not, that's not, every, not, yeah. not as much as not that, not, I guess there though. Yeah, yeah. But we don't even yeah, hear DC about it. DC had a lot of missing children too. I know DC did. Damn. Like last year, two years ago. Yeah, it's, it's wild. 
Yeah, some, some, some toll is truly going on. Cause like I said, but like we don't even hear about it, you know, really even hear about it. That exactly. was something happened because they don't keep they keep a lot of stuff. It was a, it was a because they keep a lot of stuff on the hush. It was a guy that's happened in Memphis. I don't know about that. No, about a year ago or whatever. Uh, it was a young a guy. He was going around by the school. And he was catching these young schoolgirls and trying to, you know, bait them into the car and stuff. But he actually got one young girl, and he ended up raping her. And 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 don't you know that the community they never alerted the community they had this guy in the neighborhood oh, trying yeah, to get man. these young children to after he uh, after I think he raped he he raped okay he he tried to catch a couple of them a couple of them got away. And he actually raped one, and then he tried to catch another one, a young girl. And then after that, they, that's when they finally put it out to the community that, that it was already too late. Yeah. Yeah. That was a they black like, community, too, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> black community. I swear, behind enemy lines, man. He can't expect nothing else. And the cold part about it, this new police chief lady we got, she's she been here a couple of years now, about two years. A female. They was really. Oh yeah, she hard. Yeah, you know she the one with the business since that Tyreek Nichols got killed. It started that down. Yeah. Like, why didn't y'all not put out? You were like, say you a woman. You you would have all people would, you know, you would think you wanted this stuff out if you been a woman. Yeah, it was a grown man trying to kiss them young schoolgirls. He raped one, and you know he tried to kiss a couple of them. They got away, and then he ended up raping one. Then he ended up trying to get another one, and she got away. And that's when they finally came out and told the people, man, see, they don't give a damn about what's going on in our community. The white folk going to make their ass tell it, though. <laughs> they want their money, they're going to make oh, them tell it. Oh, yeah. That little Jimmy, uh, uh, that little Jimmy, yeah, if they don't, somebody asked me to get fired or something, goddammit. If they don't, go do something about it. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. They just like black people we got. They don't care. You know, that's what it is. We don't hold these goddamn people accountable. Yeah, that's that's number one. So we got to clean our own house out first. Then yeah. we'll get the respect. Shit. Our own people don't even look out for us, so it's like, shit. Nobody else, man. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. When we start carrying them brothers out, like I said, by ourselves and by our own situation, like I said, that's when everybody else feel. Other than that, they like shit, man. They don't care, so why should we? You know, so yeah, they only care when it uh, benefit them some kind of way. Yeah, they know how to ride the coattails. That's when they be down for you. It ain't yeah. from the heart, man. Like the Al Sharpton, Ben Crump, them. <laughs> All of that. Yeah, yeah. Them ambulance chases. Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. My name is Reverend Winfrey, boy. You hear about her in the uh, Maui house. There's all kinds of conspiracy going on by her in Hawaii. I, I, the thing I've seen That's briefly great. about it, I didn't get too much deep into it. I think I heard something about her. They found out her some was trafficking with her, uh, uh, the African in Africa with them children over there. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Yeah. Or school or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's old, but yeah, she's buying up a whole lot of land out there in Maui. You know, they had that fire out there. Yeah. So they saying that's a whole they can't 
like it's a whole thing going on about that on on uh I guess on the underground, you know, like the news is not reporting a lot of stuff. I didn't know that one, Paul. I thought you. Just, I heard about oh, who yeah. they were in the rock. I know people were getting mad because who in the rock was asking for money donation, but I didn't know they were about the land. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yo, it's crazy. Like, do a little research. It's, it's a rabbit hole on that. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. something going on with that mountain. Yeah, because I see they brought the lasers from, from the satellite. That's what I was hearing, something like that, because people were coming to the land saying, hey, man, you know, because they was even talking about how the police people were trying to bring food and supplies, and the police department was turning the people away from them. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, who witnessed, who survived, saying police was no help. They were setting them up. That's why people were going in the ocean and stuff. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. crazy, bro. Yeah, these people, bro, I'm telling you, man. Woo. We got these some hell of a time we living in, bro. I swear, I mean, it's like the movies I've been watching as a child are coming yeah. true. Man, oh, man, yes, sir. And like I said, we've been all this stuff. Like you remember, um, back in the day, they had Red Dawn with Russia taking over America. Oh man, had, I, uh, I love some Red Dawn. Yeah, man, man I'm yeah. Did you? This movie called China uh, Dragon Day. It's yeah, I remember you talking about that. I never seen that one. I gotta check that out. Dragon Day. That's pretty good. Oh, I think it's similar to is China took over America, man. Okay. And it, it the crazy part it never came out in the movies. I don't somehow how the hell I found it. One of the brothers sent me oh, okay. one time. It was um. It was something that, because that's when, what they had that thing, LimeWire? That's when LimeWire. Oh, yeah, LimeWire, Napster and all that, yeah. Yeah, brother had sent it to me through, from from, from LimeWire. That's what they call it. Yeah, that's how I ended up. Oh, I ended up seeing it through LimeWire. And I was like, damn, man. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. Oh, uh, oh you know, I, America quick to ban something if it's uh, got some truth in it. Remember Spook who yeah. sat by the door? I never they banned that. that. Oh, I'll send yeah. that to you, man. It's a classic. I got it. Yeah, I never yeah, I'll send that, that to you. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to seek enough feed because I think Dragon Day on YouTube. I found it once on YouTube. I'm trying to seek it out, finding the full movie. I see they got it on there for rent, though, but I'm trying to see. Seek it out, find it. Yeah, I'll probably get down. I know how to download stuff. I'm, I'm good with that. I don't pay for no cable yeah. or anything. I, I download everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm lying. Yeah, I know it's Dragon Day. I'm trying to see full movie. Because I need to see it again. Because I think I had downloaded, but I don't know where it's at. It's on one of the hard drives. Somewhere. The guy sent it to me. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah, they got it on here. Prepper movie, Dragon Day. I just typed in Dragon Day full movie. And it's, and it's like... Yeah, hour and twenty minutes, something like that. Yeah, but they do have it on there. It's kind of crazy how they got it put on there. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it puts you in the mind like a, a um, like I said, Red Dawn. What happened in Red Dawn? And a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah but it's just like how they took over. And number one, technology. I won't tell the movie what they did with technology. And and. and yeah. I can I can imagine they hacking in and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And, and it's crazy because we, we think about it, all the computer chips and all this stuff that comes made in China and places like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it would be so, crazy. Yeah. They, they wouldn't put a back door in all these <laughs> damn chips to be able to hack this shit and shut everything down when they making them. Exactly. Shut the whole shit down. Yes, sir. <laughs> America's crazy, man. And then, you know, I ain't going to tell you, but it's even one part in there that will tell the move, but this is something we'd even learn as, as, as survivalists um, because they like, you know, your toilet water, you know, the reservoir in the back of your toilet. And, mm-hmm. you know, most people we be putting it down, them little blue things in there. I know my wife do, so hell, I can't say that. Oh, yeah. We put, we put the little <laughs> blue thing to keep the water clean, but actually yeah. that was that little reservoir uh, in a time of crisis, like was in that movie, shit, that where they got their water source from. Oh, really? Yeah, they showed yeah. that in the movie. Yeah, and kind of, you know, when I was a militia, we kind of, you know, talked about that and, you know, stuff like that and, you know, was telling people if, you know, the train about that, uh, using that as a, um, yeah, water source. If just say, hell, anything, just go haywire. You need some water. Hell, there you go. <laughs> But you there can't you do it when you're putting them little damn cleaning things off of there. You, your water's tainted yeah, now. You're contaminated. You yeah. Yep. Contaminated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Because that is fresh water yeah, coming through there. But you just think about it as a, man, I ain't drinking out no damn yeah, toilet. It's just toilet. Yeah, you're right. That's, yeah. You that's that, good that's idea. Toilet. Yeah. Yeah, ass don't want to die. Yeah. You you do. <laughs> but that's not even the toilet. You do the toilet bowl when, you, when you're desperate. <laughs> There's yeah, no more I water left. I drink, like, you know, <laughs> out of the part where you're peeing and all that. Not that part now. They talking about out of the river. Not that part. Back. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, but different. you might have to go there if you, you know, run out of that reservoir. <laughs> man. You know? Yes, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling yeah. you, survival is a mother, man. Yeah, but they kind of yeah, showed me in their movies. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes, Take your code. Oh, you got you. Do you have uh? You got iPhone or Android? I think it's on both of them anyway. Yeah, but I get. I got iPhone. I got both, but I use an iPhone. Now. Oh, okay. it might be on. I think it's in both of them. And I will tell you, good some good apps to get. Um, they have they free. I, I've been having this one on my phone for years. Um, but it's different kinds. They got survival manuals. You get some survival manuals, and you can get some that that they have. Uh, when it don't require wi- requires Wi-Fi. Oh, Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, man, I'm telling you, I have one. Sure. I mean, bro, it got it tells you about everything. Uh, where the power go out, how to make kits, uh, how to make, you know, how to purify your water, what to do with fire. I mean, you just got everything, bro. It tell you, like, what poison plants are out in the world, poisonous plants. Shit, I'm just looking for some man-made hazards, self-defense. Yeah, they they, they good. I mean, they they good. Yeah. Tell you like what yeah, the thing, what the one. in case of an earthquake, tornado, you know, to try to help you. Yeah, they they thorough. Okay. Yes, sir. And they give some of them have demonstrations, like you know how you trying to make a like a uh, a tent and all of that type of stuff. They give you little demonstrations yeah, yeah. of what to do. Yeah, and it's a, it's an app called Survival uh, Survival Manual. Okay, yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So, man, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, brother, I said, man, we just came here. The day he got on down, I got he got to go to work in the morning. It's, yeah. 
Oh, okay. But yeah. But yeah, like we just, just came and touch on this song about the man like like the church and uh <laughs> and you know, I, but I was talking to um like I said, when I talked to a couple of pastors and I was asking them a couple of pastor friends I got and I was just kinda relaying them the message. They like, Yeah, bro, hey, we right. They said, Man, we gotta like that and they said, We gotta do better. They they in the church, like I said, Yeah, we have to do better, man. They said, it ain't, it ain't, That's it ain't good he no, admitted it though. Yeah, he said yeah. ain't no ain't no ain't no ain't no other way around it, man. And he was like, and that's when I was talking about my, my my supervisor was talking about men, and that's what he got on us. So he said, "Man, yeah." He said, "Bro, we failing as men." Yeah, as real men, bad. We failing, yes, sir. And that's what he's saying. He said, "Man, we let the women run, take over, and run shit." And he said, "That they ain't lying on that." Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I seen that. And women getting abused, and men just be videotaping and. You know, just watching with us. Especially yeah. black. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I I don't know. I told you I saw this video on Twitter where this dude was, um was beating this elder lady with a with a cane. He took I guess he took her cane, was beating her with a cane. And man, the people just standing there just just watching. Then he made a pull a pan Damn. down. He didn't rape her or nothing but they didn't say he ready, but he made it just pull her pan down and just and she was landing. He was kicking all in the head. It's a million things. Oh my god! And yeah, and this black lady was filming it, and she was just so calm, and she was talking to the police dispatch. You know, she was just like, oh, really? I don't know, bro. She was just so calm, and well, yes, he's right here. He have on black shirt, so and so to describe. I mean, she was real calm and explaining. And man, but he Dang. was beating. The, he broke the cane over the lady's head, and man, he was man, he was beating the hell out. I'm like, I know some dudes but, right there somewhere. Damn, it's like in the middle of the day. Man, I don't know if it was, like on the, it was in the subway station. Oh, so damn, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah it was on the subway station somewhere. Man, yeah, that shit was humiliating. Then he made like he made it pull a pan down. She was laying out. He made it pull a pan down. He just he just showed him just standing over and he's like kicking her in the head. It's like, damn. Yeah, all the private parts was out. He just started kicking at this man. I was like, damn, come on, y'all. That's horrible, man. I can't imagine that. Ah, man, it's just some sick shit out here, man. He had to be a damn drug addict or some kind of mental case, man. At the Something. Day. And they had on the heading, somebody had on the heading that it was a Hispanic guy beating up a black woman. I ain't never heard no goddamn huh, a, a Hispanic talking about no bumble clod. He oh, he's talking like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Jamaican. Somebody, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, because I thought it was a Hispanic guy at first. I really couldn't see his face. But when he said well, he looked- bumble clod, I'm like, hey, it ain't no goddamn Hispanic, man. Somebody put the wrong <laughs> caption. That was somebody put on the, you know, the, the title or the video of the cap. I'm like, hell, that man ain't no goddamn Hispanic. That's a Jamaican. Yeah. Or he could just be, you know, they in New York and they, you know, they just be imitating Jamaicans. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that was pitiful. Yeah. That's pitiful, yeah. man. But you, you still be on the Twitter or you, you don't be on the Twitter no more? Dude? Yeah, I know. I only go on Twitter like it's like a certain. Re- I have a reason to, but yeah, I don't do Twitter too much. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you, you got some stuff on there? Uh, no, nah, I just be on there a little bit. 
just be on there a little bit watching video. I don't. I might post the shows on there a little bit, uh, but I don't really post nothing myself too much. I just go on there and post up the show really. But other than that, I've been on there looking okay. at Judge Joe Brown and be looking at other certain things on their politics a little bit. Yes, sir. That's that's really about it. He's for all skin. Look at that Judge Joe Brown saying about it. Yeah, there'd be some crazy stuff on their Twitter. Because, you know, they don't, they kind of let unhinged on Twitter now. They don't, they ain't like, you know, like it used to be where they were, you know, um, where they were, you know, banning them from saying shit, blocking people. So it'd be a lot oh, of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they ain't like, like the Facebook. Well, I don't know if Facebook like that. I don't know. But that shit crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at a lot of crazy. And it's crazy. Like, Facebook didn't want to let you put back in the day. They wouldn't let you put nobody, no knowledge on there. But now they got all kind of half-naked-ass women, all kind of shit on Facebook. Oh, man. That's what's they They not about mean? knowledge. They're all about uh, yeah. <laughs> corrupting the yeah. mind, man. Yeah, but that's all they want to do, corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, damn. Man, I'm looking at this video they showing here, man. All these people crossing the border trying to come in America. Like, God Damn, oh, man. Did you see the one when they in, uh, where they're, they're on the border of Colombia and some, some other country, and there's like a, hundreds of them all praying and singing the national anthem or something. It was, it was crazy. Damn. It was wow. deep as hell. Damn, Jesus, yeah. man. Boy, they're going to take over, man. 50 years, they're going to run this country. I tell you. Yes, sir. They're going to run. I can see it. Man. Yes, sir. Damn, I need to let me see if I screen share this one. I need to bookmark. See somebody with video. I'm gonna see if I play this one right fast. I don't know what it is. She said Chinese woman talking about Asian business in the black community. Let me see if I just bookmark. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah. Oh, you did. I know okay, what you're talking about. I seen that one. And she right uh, though. Oh, she, okay, I hadn't even seen it. I'm trying to see if I pull it up. I just bookmarked it. I was just thumbing through. Really important. Asian Americans yeah. were redlined from opening businesses oh, in shit. white neighborhoods. Oh, tight down. I'm going to cut my Bluetooth off. Okay, let me cut this back on right fast. I want to play this one. Then. I want to see what she's talking about. Yeah, she's speaking truth. I didn't want Asian Americans profiting off of white people. But because the position... Yes, this is really important. Asian Americans were redlined from opening businesses in white neighborhoods because white people didn't want Asian Americans operating in their neighborhoods and didn't want Asian Americans profiting off of white people. But because the positionality of Asian Americans is weaponized to oppress black people, Asian Americans were being given loans to open businesses in black communities, even though black people were not able to receive loans to open businesses in their own communities. And as I've said before, as a result of this, black wealth is essentially paid out twice when it goes to Asian American businesses, once when the individual pays for the goods or services, and then again when the Asian American business owner removes the profit from the community. Because usually people open businesses in their own communities, and this is mutually beneficial, where the business owner is making a livelihood off of providing goods and services to their community. And by being a member of the community, they're contributing and they're investing back into the community. This is an ideal situation, and that is not what happens with Asian American businesses operating in black communities. Damn. Cold time. Yeah, she went She went in on that. Yeah. Man, yes, sir. Ain't that a crap. And I remember, let me see what we got, like seven minutes, seven minutes before we go off. 
remember somebody was saying okay. that, you know, like even with the whole thing about this. Um, I think we, we we did years we did a show on it years ago, man. Uh, about and I asked this question, and a lot of elders came through and gave some info on it. But I think I did something like did, did integration actually did integration hurt us? Something to that degree, and we did it. Oh show. yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. hurt us. I believe that for sure. Yeah, how we how we come from hospital, you know, having doctors and but on buses, banks, air, I think even airline airplanes and shit from certain yeah. uh, cities. Had all of that, and now we ain't got shit. Barely on the house out here. Man, man, you deep, know, like, like you said, bro, big deep time. in the hood, like deep <laughs> in the hood, where you think, man, won't nobody want to come hang out? Like, man, hell, well, black folk down be scared to goddamn it drive through, but you gonna see that goddamn A-Rab at the goddamn store all store. day. I don't and, even and really know. Hanging bro. around. Yeah, and there you go. I don't even know, bro, know where a black-owned store is anymore. Man. I mean, I don't even. I mean, know. we got some black owned businesses, you know, but yeah, it, it's like one percent, you know, a small Man. ass percentage. It's nothing like how it was, you know, when my mom and grandmother was around. They 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 had shit then. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. how it's all backwards now, man. Yep, like I said, you had to <laughs> like, like we get all the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, Go we ahead, have man. all the opportunity, but we ain't got shit. Yeah, it's, it's oh, crazy. We got plenty of money. <laughs> I mean, no, we got money. Like I said, like I said, the corner stores. Like I said, you know, you can go to the store, man. Tell Mister Jones, give me some of that cut, that, that, that cut bologna, man. I tell him I pay him Tuesday, mm-hmm. put it on my tab, and all that old. When I get my check, man, exactly. yeah, all yeah. oh, this shit gone. Damn, but you know, I, something there, bro. I don't know, man. What happened? Well, like I said, I remember that's what I was like. Some elders were saying too that. So I guess we wanted to we we wanted to be so included so much we gave up our shit oh, to just to to be included and said man well we don't want to discriminate against people so yeah let them come on in and he, he just gave up too goddamn much in the name of inclusion. When they say master ice colder, <laughs> yeah, yeah master like... ice colder over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm damn. telling you. But hell with that inclusion, man. Man, yeah. I'll never be against it, uh, with that. Never. Yeah, some folks mm-hmm. like to say, hey, bro, I, hey, it cool. You you go on a little bit right here now. You can't have every goddamn thing now. Hold up, bro. We got to have some of this shit. Like Elijah Mama said, we got to have some this earth for ourselves too, die. Hold up, die. Yeah, you got black folks want to invite them to every damn thing. Cookouts, to the damn wedding. They want White man. people every everywhere, all around them. It's like they can't live yeah. without them. There's, there's black folks that think like that. It's horrible. Yep. Man, you see even I HBCUs family members now, like that. You see HBCU all mixed up and shit. I told Jackson. Oh uh, yeah, I've been, that's I've been into this football. Jackson State got a damn female punter now. I, I think either she. I think she either. They got a female punter. Bruh. <laughs> a female. I think she. I. I. I want to. I want to say she white. She might not be a European descent, but I know they got a female partner on the team. Man, I gotta look that up. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't. I, there was something I was looking at and it popped up. I was like, because people was made. Oh, it was a guy on YouTube, and I'd be looking at one who got a black conservative channel, and he showed it. Like, what the hell? 
Yeah. <laughs> Man, bro, Boy. they told me it's a it's here in Memphis guy, I was telling the guys about it. They like, bro, that ain't nothing. They said they got it on a, it's a high school football team here. Bro, they got a female as a running back, bro, at a high school. I said, bro, y'all got to be bullshit, man. Oh, they you got to They said, bro, she, man, a running back, and she running over. For, they said, man, she running over, dude. I said, man, y'all bullshit. Oh, man, you got to send me a name of that school. I got to look that up. Yeah, I'm going to have to I have to see the clip of that. <laughs> who the hell asked me? Who told me that? I'm trying to figure. Well, I can call their ass. That's Memphis? Yeah, here in Memphis. I'm gonna see if I find who that uh, call my coworker. It must be a big after. girl, boy. I don't know. I said, bro, y'all gotta be playing. Gotta be. They said, no. Nah, she got a big girl. Bro. They said she be running <laughs> over dudes too. I said, running back. Shit, I gotta Google that. I didn't ever think to even Google it. Maybe I can find it. But yeah, they told me yeah, what school it was. I was like, okay. Damn. Yep, say so a female running back. <laughs> say fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, dude. But yeah, the HBCUs, man, it's no wonder they yeah, gave them so much huh? money. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. they gave them so much money. But you know, a lot of them were started by white folks anyway, so. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah we don't know that either. Yeah, Howard Spelman. Yeah, a lot yeah, of Spelman. Yep, yeah, uh, more House. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know a lot of them, like even Howard was. I was talking about that about a couple of weeks ago. Howard was like Morehouse. It was started out to be a seminary school. That was oh yeah, yeah. That's why Doctor King went there. Yeah. yeah, man, this shit is crazy, man. Yeah, like I was trying to help my uh, coworker. I tell him, man, you better study some of these boule guys, man, about that boule shit, man. <laughs> that that boule. Yep. Yeah, I'm familiar with the boule very well. Because I was telling you about the, the guy, one of the guy, uh, Pionki talked about him a couple of weeks ago about the new day, uh, Harrington, that was running for mayor. He lost. Good. Um, but I can't even say good or bad because all of them motherfuckers will be All no good. Yeah. They're going to be fucked yeah. up anyway. But uh, um, but he's a boule. Like they had two two black mayors that was in this city that did run. I mean, it did win. Hell, both of them boulets. Now, the boule chapter that's here in Memphis is called the Deltas, and both of them in it. I had the actual documents with that shit in it, man. I had actual documents with okay. every boule in the goddamn United States, every black person name in that mouth. I used to get the magazine, Boule Journal. Are you brother, okay. brother Eric had hooked me up with that one. Man, we used to get all kind of information. Me and Eric, get, shit, we used to get the, the journals. They had Barack Obama in the damn journal and everything. We used, hey. monthly, we used to get the monthly magazine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's a cold game. So, yeah, man, these, these damn people, bro. That's why I don't respect WBD boys. None of them are uppity Negroes. Bourgeoisie Negroes. <laughs> Back, yeah. Yes, sir. All right, brother. I think we got thank for going. We got about a less than a minute and a half, brother. Appreciate you, brother, brother Beaver, hanging out with us. Man, appreciate that, brother, dropping the knowledge. Yeah. But yeah, hey, but you you don't know when that uh that thing coming out, do you? That right fast. You don't know when it, about the the, the crater did it. Was it this month? Uh, damn, I don't know. I'll look uh, it up. Yeah, I'll try to find. I'll yeah, but I'll find yeah, that thing too. Soon, 
Okay. So I'm gonna try to find I find out about that running back. I'm gonna send it send it in John <laughs> and then that oh, chicken yeah. that was yeah. <laughs> yes, Oh yeah, you, you got a like Dropbox? Oh. Yeah, I got a Dropbox. Oh, you got Dropbox? I can see you got a uh, spook who sat by the door. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you don't like that. I got to send it to you. Okay, I'm going to remember my login information. I'm going to send you. Yeah, I'm gonna send, send it to me you. that. I got you. Okay. All right, I appreciate you, brother. Show appreciate yeah. it. All right. All right, no doubt. Till next time. Yes, sir. Sure. All right. Thank y'all, fam, for tuning in to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Man, I hope we said something tonight, man. Put a little, little stain on your brains. Thank y'all for tuning in, and y'all be safe out there, brothers and sisters. Have a wonderful weekend. Till next time, Culture Freedom, we out. Okay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.